started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Mars, we messed up with our plants. Apparently, we had to get them hard. Oh, well, yeah, you have to harden them. So that's like, you gotta, like, I don't Show know. Some pictures? No, it's like. <laughs> Yo, I got some websites for it. You gotta, like. Thinking that soil a bit? Mars. Crash fell asleep with a glass of red wine in his hand, and he basically threw a glass of wine in his own face. Did you wake up Sleeping Beauty beside you with the. Oh, no, she knew right away because oh. wine spilled. She's yeah. like, oh, you wasted wine. It's like, how dare you? Get it together, snakes. Maybe. And, uh, how about some legs, dummies? <laughs> it's 2023. Producer Haley. No one wants uh, Noodle Arm Gladiator, right? <laughs> or maybe Haley does. Sword. That was a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Give me those fettuccine arms. And you, the Now family. You were the recipient of a singing telegram. Cool. My dad sent me Tarzan. Tarzan? <laughs> oh, Showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Sun is shining. It's feeling fantastic out. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, a little brisk morning, but uh, still not bad. That weekend looks incredible. I know. We're holding on to a beautiful weekend. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. 27 guys oh, on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, that's uh, summer. summer. Although, I guess, we, yeah, we kicked off summer, right? Yeah. The summer solstice. Yesterday was the longest day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys celebrate? Uh, no, I went to bed at nine. <laughs> went to bed, sun was up. Full sun. <laughs> the, the entire house was a glowing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sun was up, went to bed. You really realize where you need to put a put a blackout curtains, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> During sure. summertime. Winter time, not so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys get up to yesterday? Anything fun? Oh, yeah. Just sort of uh, worship our sun god. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put up a new sundial in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Are people still sundialing? I don't know. I think anyone that has a sundial doesn't know how to use it. I th- I saw one for sale at a garden center, <laughs> mm. but I don't think it was a working sundial. I think it was like a... Like well, they a, don't work. They just like, they're there. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's not my, it's not my aesthetic. There's so an actual I, clock in there. I can't go. I don't know. I don't know what's up. You'll see them sometimes with like, you know, like, like... Like museum grounds, some 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 gardens have yeah, them. Yeah, some old like yeah. cast iron ones. And there, there's some big ones. Oh yeah, but they don't like. I expected to still have like you know an arm. Twelve, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, I don't know. And how like to read a them. shadow pointing to that, but it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't do that. I don't think I've ever actually walked up to one and looked at it. I don't even know what's on there. There's like a, it's got like a fin. Yeah, it's got the the big triangle. Looks like yeah. my uh, uh, looks like my uh, triangle that I use for construction. Yeah, speed square. Yeah, speed square. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what's actually on the dial. It's like notches. What are the notches? Looks, looks mean? nautical to me. Mm. But I don't think it'd be any good at seeing. Are there symbols like old timey symbols on there? Like hieroglyphics? Sure. Yeah. Maybe. I've never really looked. Yeah. There's like a backwards one and backwards two. I might have been looking at it upside down. Oh, I guess just we'll never know what's actually on there. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> never know. There's no way of finding no, there's out. There's no way of us ever finding out. But yeah, I think anyone that puts them in their yard doesn't really. They don't put it in their yard because they're using it. I think they just know it's neat. Can we sundial here even, or do you need like to be on the equator where the sun stays the same all the time? Well, you think it's regional? Well. I don't know, because our sun's always moving around. Yeah. But, but that would be... Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Because then the time would change. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, a, it's highly inaccurate, and it's now just a garden decoration. We've been oh. duped for years. Yeah, I think that's what it's it is. It's a bird bath. Yeah, it's a bird bath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, i got to spend some cash here. Why? Hey. Uh, over a mistake that I made over the weekend. Oh. Yeah. What'd you do? Lots of cash. Uh, we were staying at a uh, Airbnb, which we said we would never do again. Right. And I still stand true to that. Yeah. Um, um, do but- you? <laughs> 
It was just four days ago. You were just out. No, we couldn't get a hotel room. There was we couldn't get a hotel out. room, so we had to get this stupid uh, yeah. Airbnb, and I did not like it. Uh, but nonetheless, they had a uh, in the kitchen. They had a uh, an espresso machine. Sure. And so zip to the grocery store because they don't supply the pods. Of course. So I bought pods, and it was a it was a fancy one. So I'm like, oh, it must be those big pods, right? The uh, the big disc ones. I got gotcha. you. And so I bought those at the grocery store. Went back. No, it was a little tiny pods. I'm like, damn it! Now I'm stuck with these pods. Uh, so I feel like uh, I got. Oh, we buy- should buy an espresso. Machine? I gotta buy a new espresso oh, machine. Yes, to use those pods. To use the Finally. pods. Finally, because I still have the pods. I didn't return them because otherwise you're out money. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Smart. It'd be dumb not to buy a new Nespresso machine. <laughs> Finally, we can buy a Nespresso. <laughs> so uh, this morning here, I, I totally forgot about the pods. I'm like, damn it, I got those pods. So I was pricing it out. Um, 184 bucks for a new one. But this uh, Nespresso Virtuo Next coffee machine oh. and espresso machine can run the old pods and it can run new pods and a wide variety of other pods. Ooh. Oh. And it's an espresso one. We've had the debate before on like Keurig over Nespresso and Nespresso people come forward all the time to say that it is the superb coffee maker. Well, the problem with the other Nespresso was the little pods only give you a shot, right? These ones, the the big boys give you a full glass, which I wanted. I think this is the one we tried. Oh my God. Like you and Rach tried this one? Yeah. The Virtuo looks like this. But I don't remember it taking... Maybe I didn't know it took the big pods. Because I didn't know about the tiny Nespresso pods. Yeah. And I'm like, this is it? Right? This is my coffee for the Yeah, morning? yeah. Because we have, we have the Costco one, and that's just a small pod one. Yeah. That gives you the little shots. Ours would have been a Costco one, so maybe it wasn't this one. Okay. Because this one, you put the pods... Uh, I can see other ones, you put the pods yeah, in the top. the same top lock. Does yours have a top lock like that? Yeah, it pops open, kind of. Yeah, but you think, lay the big disc like flat in there. I don't think ours took the biggie. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. I've been wanting one of these for a while, and Crash keeps saying that he doesn't want to spend the money. I know, but now, like, because I have these damn pods sitting I there. But mm-hmm. do I spend more money, or do I just save money and throw the pods out? You know what? I'll just buy it. I'll, I'll spend my own money. I'm going to buy it, and you just don't worry about it, and we'll enjoy those pods. This set here <laughs> that I'm looking at on Amazon, uh, it brews a whole wide array of things, and it gives you a welcome set of 12 capsules of both coffees and espressos for mm. you to enjoy. That's I don't know about Amazon. Amazon, I actually want to go to the Nespresso store no, do in not. Southgate. Do not. You just want to be seen there. I want to be seen there That's like so everybody nice. else. That's stand the place line. to be seen. Because I stand and look at you guys from Sephora. What are you doing there? And I'm like, what? They're standing in line. Yeah, every every time. Why? Every single time. For pods? I'm, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get pods other places. Like, I want to walk in there and be like, what are you doing? You can't. They'll Nespresso. kick you out. Nespresso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Buddy, I've got even better news. What'd you oh. say you're gonna pay for this thing? Uh 184. Not at Walmart. <gasps> Walmart? 149. Uh, like, yeah, what a deal. No, I feel like at Walmart it's not the one that you want. You well, want I'm selling the- a knockoff. Mm-hmm. The Nespresso Verturo coffee machine? That's what it is. Yeah. It's got a little dial on the top. Yeah. Yeah. It takes four different sizes. It makes four different sizes of coffee, yeah. this one. Yeah, this one does uh single, double, five ounce, eight ounce, eighteen ounce. The one I'm looking at here. 18 ounce. Wow. That's this a is big mills pod. for us, but yeah, 230. That's like a regular cup of coffee, 230 mils. I, I think feel, so. I feel like you're cheaping out on the machine. Uh oh. Why? Just because it's more expensive doesn't mean it's better. 
Yeah, it does. No, it, it does not. <laughs> it, it does. In my, in my mind, it does. What's the going rate uh, for an espresso? Can we uh, price match at an espresso? Can I bring in the Walmart flyer and be like, yeah, look at this. Well, let's get some reviews. Five, six, seven, eight, nine on the, what is it called? The Virtuo? The Virtuo. Virtuo. The Virtuo. Virtuo. Okay. Next, coffee right. and espresso machine. Yeah, the Virtuo um, in-store uh, well, hold on. There's the Verturo Black Roundhead. That's one forty nine at uh, Espresso. Uh. But then there's the Verturo Black Roundhead. Oh, this also has the Arancino Bundle. What's oh. the Arancino Bundle? I don't okay. even know Is what you're saying. Father? Everyone's saying that you have to go to, into the store because when you buy it there, you also get a welcome package with free pods. Oh. Yeah, that's what I got on Amazon. I just read. Yeah, this one has I get 50. 12 free pods and it's a nice little box. Do you get in. a welcome package? Yeah, that's what it's called. This All one right. has yeah. The welcome set is included. This one has fifty free coffees. Oh, oh my god, fifty! Yeah, you get a lo- where? Where's Nespresso? that? Espresso in store. Yeah, everyone's saying you have to go in store. Yeah, but what price are we talking? One forty nine. Shut up, uh, Lee at five I'm six seven eight nine. <laughs> I'm going. Says that machine is the bomb. Definitely buy it in store. Go for the experience. Is it the bomb? Experience. <laughs> That's oh, a, I think that's an espresso now. manager texting that in. I can't wait. I will see you today. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys have uh, in the city an espresso machine, right? Yeah, it's a built-in one. Do you use it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I use that periodically. Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah. Periodically. What's periodically? A couple times a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not bad. It, it, it's a weekender for sure. Yeah, it's Absolutely. definitely a weekender. And an afternooner. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, a couple times a week. We, a couple times a week. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It, it does a wide array of things. Uh, yeah, in the city, I don't think we definitely don't need an espresso. Does it come with the frother? It says you have to get it with the frother. Why? You need the Arancino bundle. But we already have the frother. You just use the frother, nah, frother, frother on sucks. the other one. Frother. Why does it suck? A frother is a frother. I made a match a lot the other day. You, you put the froth nah. in the froth. No, it's an old frother. What? Mm, time for a new one. Yeah, thank you, Haley. Technology comes I a long way. Think frothing technology has changed. Um, it does because I have an old one and it burns my milk. Really? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Ours is not burning milk. Yeah, it is. So why don't we wait until it burns milk? No. I'll buy the Nespresso. <laughs> this is the one we did, because I remember this frother now. <gasps> and you got to, like, clean the frother all the time. Mm-hmm. I know. I hate that. Well, yeah, because it's milk. It's dairy. But I can't... It couldn't be... Our, our issue was I couldn't get rid of the Keurig, because uh. this couldn't be daily. Yeah, because you're not getting a good cup of coffee. No. So I can't... And I can't spread that counter space. Exactly. Two machines. No. That'd be dumb. That's why this one, I was like, oh, I'll buy the Big Pod. It works as a full cup of coffee, and right. that machine didn't support it. So now I have a box of these Big Pods that'll make a full cup of coffee. People are saying we have to get the frother. It does hot and cold froth, so you can oh. have cold lattes as well. Who does that? Oh, Everybody. Do it. I'll come visit you more often. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's it. No frother. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to say why, but people are pretty much uh, saying stay away from the Walmart. And other third-party sellers go directly to the store. Oh. Well, I don't know. I'm going. I'm going yeah. today. Does uh, Maybe Canadian Tire has a sweet sale on. No, I'm not. Doing, we're not Canadian, doing Canadian Tire. Tire. <laughs> I don't <No>. think so. <laughs> Come on. I found a huge ripoff at Canadian Tire the other day. Oh, what'd you find? Unbelievable. A knife block uh-huh. on Amazon? Mm-hmm. $99. Okay. CT, $349. Shut up. Yeah. Same, same block? Exact same block. Oh, Amazon no. Amazon got to the uh, sale price before Canadian Tire exact did. Exactly. Same block. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Woof. Do your price matching. Do it. But. 
If it's cheaper elsewhere, buy it there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Will you really wait in line for this? I will. I can't wait. You, you do not do lines. No, I can't wait. I will for sure. I will for sure. And what if you're standing in line and someone's like, oh my God, are you Mars? I'll be like, yeah. Oh my God, Nespresso. <laughs> and then we'll hold hands and we'll run into the oh store together. God, it's wow. going to be a great day. Yeah, I can't wait. That's where the line is. It's all the way out in the hallway. Yeah. Well, in the mall, you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the mall. Yes, it goes out into the mall. Yeah, the hallway of the mall there. Yeah. Ugh, I don't get it. I but can't the, wait. But then you just buy. It's nice that the pods are available at a grocery store. That's nice. You don't have to go into Nespresso after. I'll probably go into Nespresso every time. No, yeah, them all. Yeah. No, no, no. They have the best selection. Is are they running like an IKEA thing? Like why isn't there more Nespresso stores? Yeah, I think there's only one, right? At Southgate? Is that the idea? Hold the line? It's like a club mentality? Make it look good? Because that's why Mars wants it. Yeah, that's why she's I want that it. line out there. She's I like, have must, be, must yeah. be incredible. Yeah, every time we see the line, she's talking about it. Isn't there one in West Ed now? I thought I saw one the other day. I was in the mall not that long there ago. There were a couple pop-up, like, coffee places. No, it was like a big nice. storefront. Because mm. I walked past it, I went, oh, there's no line. No line? There was no line at that one. Whoa. That one was not Nespresso, Haley. It's oh. only Southgate. That was Espresso. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's weird. Because I saw it. And- oh, wait a second. Oh. No. Oh, wait. Yes. What, what is happening? Am I right? You're right, Haley. Yeah. I yeah. thought I was crazy. <laughs> I had to scroll way down to find it. But yes, there is one at West Edmonton Mall as well. There yeah. is. A legit one, or yeah. is it? Oh yeah, it's legit. Yeah. Or is I, it a knockoff one no, that we were talking about earlier? It's fancy because we walked past it. and I went, oh, too rich for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really nice in that store. It's right beside Tiffany. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's in that same strip. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it is. Is it in the fancy area? <laughs> oh, it's area? bougie. Oh, it butts damn. up against Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Um, oh my god. <laughs> like everybody who's texting in this morning saying they're firing up their Nespresso right now. Yeah. You guys, bougie, like mm, super bougie, so bougie. I will say, I do enjoy a good Nespresso. So pod coffee, sure. Because I've only dabbled in the big pod, the full cup, uh, the full cup of coffee, yeah. like maybe mm. twice, and it was a great experience. You don't even need milk. No. Oh no, you don't. It's just good. Just and where good did you dabble in that? At uh, the Fairmont. That was a Fairmont. Yeah, it is nice when hotels have it. That's the only place they have. It. <laughs> but it's like, oh man, this is good. It is. It is. And I was, uh, yeah, and it's good because I'm like, I would never have this at home. Yeah. Right now, yeah. you can. Now you can, oh. and How? now we will. Damn it! How's the espresso you make at home? It's great. What's well, great? But it's not Nespresso. It's not Nespresso. Nespresso like puts a like a. It makes it creamier. Nespresso is better than your machine. It is. I think it is. Oh, that must make you mad. It does because I paid a lot for <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and we've like experimented with a thousand different beans because it it grinds the beans in the machine. Oh, you got to grind your own. Beans. And we can't find one that mm-hmm. is uh, as good. Yeah. As that Nespresso. The perk of that one, though, is you don't have to, like, scrub the frother and everything. It, it'll clean the frother. Oh, that's yeah, nice. For you. It that's does nice. It yeah, that's money yeah. Spend. The most I have to do is, like, pull trays and stuff out. And it could maybe also be we haven't landed on the right bean yet. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't Who know. Knows? I've paid a lot for Starbucks beans. That's true. My God. <laughs> but maybe there's better. I don't know. No. <laughs> no, we're not updating that. <laughs> uh, do some news here. It's eight right now. This afternoon, it's going to be around twenty. Uh, should be a better day than uh, we had yesterday. Should be more sunshine. Twenty-two tomorrow. Oh, there's a uh, chance you might see an afternoon thunderstorm. Ooh. 
Okay. Yeah, that just popped in. Uh, Saturday is going to be sunny and 27. It's going to be nice. There you go. Traffic looks good this morning, guys. Nothing to tell you about. If you do happen to see something, give us a shout this morning. 780-489-4669. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. Let's do some news here for you guys. It is Thursday, June the 22nd. So because of all that rain that we had, areas northwest of Edmonton were evacuated late yesterday afternoon due to flash floods. Woodlands County issued an evacuation order for the area along the Athabasca River, just east of Fort Assiniboine, uh, just after 5 o'clock yesterday. And uh, it came in fast. Like, those rivers just came up, and they came up super fast. Now, with that, for those of you who have ever golfed at the golf course in White Court, Uh you should see it now. It is underwater. The whole course? The whole course. Whoa. The golf course in White Court completely flooded out. Damage is still being assessed. 80% of the White Court Golf and Country Club is underwater. Whoa. Look, Look how deep it is, too. Wow. I've never golfed out there. Have you Have you done that course no. change? Have you, Haley? Mm-mm. No. But uh, if you've done it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's gone. This quote, golf pros aren't supposed to be wearing hip waders. They're supposed to be in a button-up shirt and slacks. It's a little different today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Golf pros did not sign up for this. (laughs) Yeah, they sure did. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Apparently, they have to wait for the river levels to drop before they can start pumping water off of the course. And then the hardest part is going to be cleaning up any silt that's left behind from the flood water. So it's going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. The nice thing, though, is apparently everybody in White Court said, quote, I have a skid steer. (laughs) They're like, do not bring it on the golf course. (laughs) It's White Court, baby. They said they got a lot of support, though, and they think it will be about 12 days before they can get it all cleaned up and maybe open a few holes. Wish I had a skid steer. Be so handy. Right? What do you guys need a skid steer for? I just, I just want one for one season. One summer, and then I'll get enough done. What does a skid steer actually do? It moves stuff, right? Yeah, it's got the little bucket on oh, there, yeah. the little track. It's great. You can take the bucket off, but you can put like forks on the forks, end. Forks, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What would you do with a skid steer, Ginge? Level things. Level, like what? <laughs> the neighborhood. <laughs> like level... Like level. I've got some grading I could do in the backyard. Okay. That'd be a lot easier than by shovel. Right? Yeah. I got to uh, work on my driveway. Uh, I got uh, some stuff to do in the backyard. The neighbors have uh, some stuff that needs to get done. I'll get, I'll get to work on it. Doesn't anybody out by us have a skid steer? No. Oh. No, there's oh. no skid steers. There's just like big like front end loaders. Oh. The, any skid steer that I've seen out there, someone rented it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be that guy to rent one. To rent one, I feel like I need to own it because someone's going to come by and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I got to cover up the Home Depot logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rental. We don't need a skid steer. I, th- I think we do. No, we don't. I, I was looking on uh, Marketplace. I can get one for like thirteen and a half thousand. Oh, oh my god. And you don't want to buy an espresso, steer. but you want to buy a skid steer? <laughs> yeah, I want something usable. Oh, my God. it pay for itself. Right? I think it would. You'd use it once, and then Ginge has a hole in his yard that he could literally fill in out in half an hour in a shovel. Well, I'm not doing work for free after I get one. I'm pay- People pay me now. You know, it's a popular guy in the block. I would. 
Well, Everyone's going to have a perfect yard when I'm done with it this summer. Oh, my God. This is a great idea. It's going to pay for itself. It'd no. be dumb not to buy it. $13,000. Oh, oh, my God. $13,500. Holy cow. <laughs> All right. This is easily one of the weirdest celebrity home invasion stories ever. Apparently, on Monday afternoon, cops were called to Pierce Brosnan's house in Malibu because a guy was spotted cleaning himself in Pierce Brosnan's outdoor shower. The reason why he needed the shower was because he just dropped a deuce on Pierce's neighbor's yard. Oh, my God. So he pooped on Pierce's neighbor's yard, then ran over to Pierce's place and used his outdoor shower. The guy tried to run when the cops showed up, but they caught him. He was arrested and booked on a burglary charge for stealing Pierce's water. For water. That's his charge? Yeah, that's his charge. Not the poop in the yard? Not the poop in the <laughs> yard. Stealing Pierce Brosnan's water. Wow. Uh, but once again, how do you get in these celebrity compounds? I don't know. Unless the front lawns are open to the Oh, like climb through the hedges or something? Yeah. I think a lot of it's just hedges. Huh. Wow, I just saw a thing about Hollywood hedges. Oh. What do you mean? Because they have a... Uh, <laughs> what a documentary. <laughs> it was... Hollywood hedges. Tonight on Hollywood hedges. It's not, it's not for everyone. Are they hand-cutting them, or are they using power tools? Pretty heavy stuff. Are those ficus trees growing nice and tall? <laughs> they go you great. say, I watch trash TV? <laughs> this was not trash. This was informative. Sorry, dude. They go green uh-huh. because they have like fence rules just like the rest of us do. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't nothing for looky Lou's walking by. Sure, yeah. So they grow these big green walls mm. to keep out the paparazzi oh. and the, and any wandering eyes to get around the fence rule. Mm. But Because uh, you can just let it grow as high as you want. Well, you're not supposed to, but apparently oh. no, one, no one polices it. Oh, okay. As long as it's green, no one bats an eye. Oh. Uh, but a hedge, you know, doesn't prevent anyone from squeezing through. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where a fence would. Mm. You watched a whole TV show on that? Well, it was a four-night event. <laughs> <laughs> so two, about eight hours. About eight okay, hours all right, all right. They could have, they could have done a little edit. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. A lot of slow motion panning. Yeah. You guys know who Denise Richards is, uh, and, and apparently a lot of people are still a huge fans of hers because OnlyFans is turning out to be one of the best things that has ever happened to Denise Richards and her daughter Sammy Sheen because they are seriously raking it in, and even better. They're barely showing anything. Oh. Yes, that, that blows me away that some people make a filthy amount on there by really not showing anything. Now, Sammy Ow. Sheen recently made headlines by calling herself, quote, a sex worker. But the truth is, she's not even doing nudity, and she is raking it in. Hmm. A source, a source <laughs> says, quote, she doesn't show any skin on OnlyFans whatsoever. The amount of money she's making $80,000 a month. Damn. She just teases the audience. That's all she does. So she like shows like a bit of a breast. Like I a, don't. Yeah. Like uh, a sexy thigh. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like she's just. I mean, I've never watched Sammy Sheen on OnlyFans, so yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But if you think Sammy's raking in the money at $80,000 per month, uh-huh. things are going even better for Denise, who joined OnlyFans after her daughter did. <laughs> God, could you imagine? I join OnlyFans like, and my, Mom! my mom's on there. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Oh, no. The source said, quote, Denise doesn't do anything that risque either, but she has 100,000 followers. Denise making $2 million a month. $2 million a month? Woo! Denise's oh. yearly take is $24 million U.S. a year. Damn. What am I doing here? Yeah. And Get on she's... It. <laughs> 
not showing like she's they're not they're not nude is there a uh, an area for broadcasters on there i don't think anybody would pay to see you want to see some broadcast thigh oh yeah she pale <laughs> yeah i don't think we'd be making denise richards money no even if i can get a fraction of that i'm good i think oh. there's a reason why sammy and denise are raking in the well, money they're incredibly famous they're incredibly famous oh locally some people know me uh, Denise Richards, twenty five bucks a month, or you can do a three month bundle, ten percent off, sixty seven fifty. See, I'd offer good discounts. This is where the a lot of the sex workers do get upset, though, because huh. people have a certain amount of budget for this sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yes, sure. And then people say, "Oh, Denise Richards is on there." Oh, and that takes the money. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you just put your credit card on there. What's one more subscription? <laughs> yeah. No. Here's. Uh, is it just because people think that they're getting close to Denise? Like is that is that why? Maybe she's great at interacting. Maybe she's maybe oh. she's that's it's the attraction. Yeah. yeah, is she pounding out a lot know. of like uh, personal? That's what I mean. Maybe like, she's like personal vids. It maybe must she's be. making it worth your money, right? Because if you want to see Denise Richards nude, you just Google it and you can see her nude. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, wild that things. personal touch. Yeah, mm. remember wild things? Oh, oh my god! god. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> As you're talking to her, you Change watch it. Teen Gingy. Mm. Yeah. Is that what it is? Is that... I mean, yeah, that it must be touch? the personal touch. It's like a very expensive cameo. Jeez. Oh, right? Or actually much more affordable than a cameo. See those cameo prices? Although, yeah, they, they're they pretty expensive. And they don't show any nips. No, they don't. No. <laughs> Trust me. They say your name poorly. <laughs> yeah, they do. So nonetheless, Gingy? these Happy two birthday. are raking it in. They're also both two incredibly attractive hot people. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think that definitely helps Yeah, a lot. that does help. I think that, like, yeah. yeah, that would I that still would think a foot one for you, Haley, would do wonders. I know. Mm-hmm. And that's my backup plan if radio ever doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And I need to make some cash on the side. Yeah. You're going to see my feet on the internet. <laughs> Never gonna be up there. People what, love foot What's stuff. your category of foot, though? Foot. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'd probably step on food. Squish food between your toes. Mm-hmm. That's a big market. Yeah, is that's, it? That's a huge oh, market. That's a huge, huge market. market. Yeah. Also, because then I could buy cake and then have like a little piece squirreled off the side for myself, so I could eat it it's while I'm stomping that's it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So I get snacks. Step in, uh, squish a McCain deep and delicious. Oh, yeah, you can write that cake off too. So fast. You totally could. Yeah, yeah, you could write off everything. I write know. That cake right off. Oh, this business is mm-hmm. taking off right before our very eyes. Just try and fire me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that people wanted to watch that. I mean, I guess oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. want to watch everything, but and that's uh, that's really into like ASMR stuff too. I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just so the video is just your foot squishing like jello. Yeah, yeah, or playing with like rubber balls and stuff. Yeah, stepping on things. Stepping on rubber things. Rubber balls. Yeah. yeah, just like grabbing like, like your toes going around the ball and like squeaking the ball on the floor. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Making that like. Eh noise yeah oh. like a stress ball you're squeezing it too yeah right with and your toes and i've got toes that can grip oh no so, yeah yeah you'd make a lot of money when you're paying for toes i'm guessing it matters who the foot's attached to yeah but yeah right? i would imagine you could probably just do it without even showing your face do you, i was gonna say do you ever see i probably would just to bring people in more like hey Haley will end up kicking the camera yeah. over <laughs> whoops <laughs> <laughs> it's just all chin <laughs> Unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. I've lost fifty no. percent of my followers. Oh no. Oh. Well, Haley, if you ever do fire up that channel and you're gonna step on food on your OnlyFans, <laughs> remember this date because today you're gonna wanna bust out onion rings. Ooh. Today is National Onion Ring Day. You it's could, the holiday for you. You could yeah. uh, put some onion rings on your toes. You could. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
You, yeah, Haley could. I could like hula hoop them on my toe. You could. Oh, <laughs> oh God, long. <laughs> there you go. Now, for those of you who absolutely love onion rings, today would be the day to go out and buy them. Uh, people say that they'll go to a restaurant and they'll try to quote eat as many onion rings as possible on National Onion Ring Day. Now, it's unclear when onion rings were first developed, but an onion ring-like recipe appeared in a cookbook in 1802. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say it was my girl Jean Perret. No, it wasn't Jean. <laughs> Pray. Another surfaced in a New York newspaper in 1910, and apparently a Texas-based restaurant named Kirby's Pig Stand claimed that it was a big part in Onion Rings creation, and fast food restaurant A&W said that they also helped reach widespread popularity when it came to the onion ring. When oh, I yeah. think onion ring, I do think A&W. Well, none of the other uh, players are offering, like for in the fast food game, are offering rings, are they? I guess not. Maybe Burger King did? Maybe. Also, A&Ws are good. I, I have a love-hate relationship better. with onion rings. What do you mean you have a love-hate relationship? I love an like onion I, ring. I'll, like, once every six months, I'm like, you know what I want? Onion rings. And if I'm at a bar or whatever, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to get some onion rings. And they show up, and I eat two, and I'm like, that's enough. You only want two onion rings? Yeah, and then now I look, and I have this big plate of them. I'm like, oh, oh that's a God. lot. If there's rings around, I'll eat them, but I never order them. Yeah, right? It's, it just feels weird to order them. I don't know if it feels weird. I just still prefer a fry. <laughs> like you'd rather fries maybe, or onion maybe rings? Maybe that's what it is, because I love fries, and I feel like now I got FOMO, because maybe I missed like, the batch of fries of the year. Right. Butch and the Deer says uh, Dairy Queen makes the best crispy onion rings. Actually, Dad Northside, Dairy, Dairy Queen's getting a lot of love. Ginger, you're a DQ boy. I've had the DQ rings. Oh. I forgot about them. Sorry, gang. Uh, it's it's a lot crispier than A&W's. I like a crispy ring. You don't want a crispy ring? They're almost like they feel a little too deep fried. Where, uh, oh. uh, oh, is it because people aren't ordering them as much, so they re-deep fry them? <laughs> A&W's is almost like flaky. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh. good. It's good battered and done. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, there was a, a little bit of a resurgence of the onion ring made at home when air fryers were introduced to the public. Mm. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. I didn't make them in my air fryer. I've done onion rings when I had a deep fryer at home. You've made them. I've made them at home. Yeah, you Remember have. when we were doing like big deep fries and stuff? Is yes. it a lot of work? Uh, it, yes, it's messy. It is, yeah. it's it is messy. And it's messy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, deep fryers or personal deep fryers usually ended up in the back of the cabinet. That was that one kitchen appliance. Mm-hmm. But apparently, when air fryers came out and they were big and we were all buying them, onion rings made a bit of a resurgence back into our kitchens. And there are now hundreds of recipes for preparing onion rings at home in your air fryer. But you're like laying the onion ring on the bottom of the air fryer. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works. Right? You got to read the recipe. Because like a deep fryer, they you drop them and they float and right. they cook uh, perfectly. But like the air fryer, if you're yeah, dropping them, batter just yeah. dripping down your. Yeah, hmm. I don't. I, I think that'll be a mess. Uh, Harvey's is also getting a little bit of love this morning <laughs> for their onion rings. Harvey's feels like they should have onion rings. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Mary Brown's is starting to come in as well. Mary Brown's has onion rings. Yeah, apparently they've got great onion rings. Mary Brown's oh. get that in your advertising. How do you guys like an onion ring on a burger? Oh, I love it. Yeah, same. yeah, I would nice eat an onion ring on a burger. Oh, yeah. I've never had that. What? <laughs> I have never had an onion ring on my burger. For sure, you have. No, you've had a burger at a restaurant with an onion ring on it. No, I I don't go for like over the top burgers. Why? I don't know. I just don't because so I just good. usually stick with a classic. You're a boring it, classic. You're afraid it won't be what you hoped. Maybe, and I just it just looks like too much. Yeah, you do get scared of burgers. Yeah, like You're I, I, I don't them. dabble in anything other than the regular. 
The most I'll do is like a a peppercorn jack sauce or something. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Evil Knievel. Right here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Watch out when you eat with me. Uh-uh. Someone said there's no better onion ring than a hockey rink onion ring. Just at the concession stand there. Oh, yeah, just a dirty deep fried. Just a dirty deep fried onion ring. Who uh, Who's serving up onion rings on a spindle in town? Um, I feel like that, that, that was a thing. That used to be uh, yeah? Red Robin. Red Robin used to. Was that Red Robin? They had the tower. The oh. tower of onion rings. That's a lot, right? Oh, God, it was so good. Oh. <laughs> and they served them uh, aesthetically. There'd be a big boy at the bottom. Yeah. Oh. It's like a little pylon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's awesome. So today is National Onion Ring Day. Go out, get yourself some onion rings, and enjoy them mm. guilt-free. You can have the day today. I'm with Josh in the park. He says, you know what's better? The Bloomin' Onion with oh, Chipotle Oh, God, dip. yeah, that's so good. Oh. Bloomin' Onion was Outback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so good. I've so never bloomed good. an onion. Or K-Days. Wait, you've never bloomed an what? onion? What? No. Yeah. I've never been <gasps> Outback. And now it's gone, I think, right? Yeah, I yeah think, it yeah, is. I think it's all done She's now. She's in the States. Yeah. There used to be one on the south side there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Calgary one on Trail. Calgary Trail, yeah. Yeah. But she... And there was one by West Ed. She gone. Yeah. By the way, if you uh, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, how many calories could there possibly be in a bloomin' onion? Oh no, I don't want to know. One bloomin' onion has one thousand six hundred and sixty calories Ooh. without the dip. Without the dip and eighty seven grams of fat. Oh God. damn! I do feel like a pos when I eat an entire bloomin' onion at K Days. Yeah, it's worth it though. It is. Yeah. It is. And then I'm like, oh, bring me to the beer. <laughs> oh. Need something to wash this yeah. down with. I can't believe you haven't had a. K-Days oh, much, did you, yeah, if you take never. the kiddos to K-Days, get the Bloomin'. This year, definitely dabble in Do the Bloomin' it. Onion. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so greasy. Maybe they'll bring one in this year. Maybe Remember they when will. they used to bring treats in? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is the year. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Please. <laughs> now, if you are going to be eating a Bloomin' Onion or a bunch of onion rings today, please enjoy them because you never know, they might cause this. I'm going to put a picture up on the app for you guys this morning, and there you go. It's up there. Oh, God. Is what that do a ball you think, sack? What do you think that is? Those are balls cut off. Okay. Uh, that looks like a bulb that you plant in the ground before spring. Is it a tulip, Mars? It is not a tulip. Rutabaga. It is not testicles. It is not a rutabaga. It is not a plant. It is, in fact, a colossal kidney stone. What? Oh, you ain't passing that. (laughs) Bigger than your kidneys. How is that even possible? Crash is correct. You are not passing that. That had to be surgically removed. Imagine if the doctor's like, well, it'll hurt, but you gotta do it. How do you do that? I don't think the roller coaster's not gonna lose. (laughs) No. That's on your left. It's bigger than a fist. Like, clench your fist right now. It's bigger than that. that. It's like the size of a softball. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah. Off to Sri Lanka we go. We're a colossal kidney stone there that was removed from a 62-year-old retired soldier has now broken two world records, measuring 5.26 inches in length and 4.15 inches in width. It's the world's largest kidney stone ever recorded. That's a dense boy. Like Haley said, the stone was in fact larger than the soldier's actual kidney. Obviously, he was in pain, right? Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. I can't even imagine. How did it get to this point? I feel like even a fraction of this would have been I have excruciating. No idea. Yeah. The kidney stone was also the world's heaviest kidney stone, weighing in at 1.76 pounds. Oh, my God. That's roughly the same weight as five baseballs. Jeez. Because oh, it looks wow. like it's been in there for a bit, too, right? Well, to get that big, it'd have to be, right? It would have to be. Yeah. yeah. 
That oh. is insane. So did he just like wither in pain for months? Well, they said um, I apparently had a bit of a blockage, but the kidney was still functioning normally. His liver, gallbladder, pancreas, spleen. They said it was all in normal size. Hmm. He started to feel mild discomfort and they did an x-ray and an ultrasound and basically said, what the hell? Jeez. Now, kidney stones are formed when highly concentrated urine passes through the kidneys, which can cause chemicals dissolved in the urine to crystallize, forming one or more stones. Usually, they're the size of a pebble. However, as you can now see, they come in much bigger sizes. Holy moly. Oh, I do not want that. Usually, kidney stones and the smaller ones are passed through urination. Larger ones require surgery. You think he's keeping this, putting it on the mantle? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you have to. Big paperweight. <laughs> it's a bookend. Oh, God. Doorstop. <laughs> My God. And by the way, uh, the most expensive kidney stone ever, uh, William Shatner sold a kidney stone that he passed for $25,000 to the online casino goldenpalace.com. Oh. I'm in there buying everything. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Then they just kind of stopped. What did they do with Shatner's kidney stone? I don't know. I'm going to guess it didn't pay off for the company. <laughs> I think it's just the news cycle it generates. Of, and then everyone talks about Golden Palace. Yeah. I guess. Buying a kidney yeah, stone. Yeah. By the way, Shatner took the $25,000 and donated the money to Habitat for Humanity. Oh, man. Yeah. That's so nice. there you go. Hmm. But this got me thinking about kidney stones. And my God, I know over the years, um, a lot of you guys have passed a kidney stone. Oof. Luckily, no one... In this studio has No This morning Drink water guys Drink water Drink tons of water Drink Ginger, all the water concerned about you yeah. Is that what it is? Not enough water? Yeah, yeah. Kidney stones? Yeah mm-hmm. I started drinking water I have water before coffee. I haven't even had a sip of coffee yet this morning. I feel like, Ginge, you'll go days without drinking water. Well, there's like water on my toothbrush. There's water in the coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to talk about your kidney stones. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about how many that you've had. Sean is going to kick it off here with this text. Says, I've been through two kidney stones. Luckily, though, they were just small ones. Are some people just prone to them? I think so, yeah. Oh, that would be the worst. Has anybody had to have surgery on theirs? Hmm. The pain is so excruciating. They got to cut you open. Um, the, the pain we've because we, we've heard from uh, women who have passed kidney stones who said that giving birth was a breeze compared to passing a kidney oh. stone. Well, your urethra is so narrow. tiny. It's narrow. We need bigger ones. Yeah. <laughs> right? Bore those suckers out. Yeah, right? Get yeah, bigger. We do. How many times have you passed a kidney stone? Has anybody passed out during uh, a kidney stone passing? Oh. Do they take you into the hospital right away? Do you have the nerve to go through that pain? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. By the way, if you don't have the app for this radio station, go to your app store. Look for uh, 102.3 Now Radio or just Now Radio. It pops up there. You can see everything that we're talking about. You can see the pictures that we're looking at. And the one that I'm posting right now is a giant kidney stone. Now, this kidney stone is making the news because it just set some world records of being the largest and heaviest kidney stone ever removed from a person from ever in Mm -hmm. the history of time. It is so big. 62-year-old retired soldier who lives in Sri Lanka was able to grow this kidney stone without a lot of complications, and then they were had to remove it after he was saying he had some pain. Mm-hmm. He did not pass this. I bet you he had pain. It's massive. 1.87 pounds is what it weighed in at. Yeah, it is massive. Uh, we're wondering, though, if uh, you've ever had stones. How many? How yeah. did it, how'd you pass it? Um, Michaela, hello. 
Hi. Hi. Uh, you Hi. Uh, unfortunately had some stones, eh? I've had many stones. No, many. no. Why many? What? <laughs> um, what it is 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 uh, with kidney stones, it can be hereditary, and yeah. it also can be you're not drinking enough water mm-hmm. and the kind of foods that you're eating. Oh God, oh, boy. So what happened with you? Is it hereditary or lack of water? What was it? I think it was all three. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> the worst. So, well, you know, you start, you know, you drink coffee or you drink pop and you're not including your water. And, uh, of course, you can't pass the stones if you don't have enough water in your system. Oh, oh so gosh. did you have to, like, really hydrate and then just, like, pass them or were they just broken apart? Uh, no, I've had to go in. I've had, I think, four lithotripsy procedures, one laser procedure. Oh, you got Star Wars down there. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it immediate relief when they blast them? Or is it pain? Uh, there is pain because they also put in a stent just to open up your ureter so you can pass them properly. That's coming in a lot. Oh, yeah. God, no. Yeah. <laughs> and when you, when you have the laser surgery, they, they go in, they blast them, and then with the little, uh, mesh, um, um, pocket, they yeah. go and grab whatever pieces, and then you still have to try to pass the remaining amount. Oh, man. So how many would you say you've had over uh, over time? Oh my goodness. Twelve. Twelve? Oh! And does every time require you to go to the hospital? Um, for those ones, yes. For oh. those ones, yes. Oh, that my largest, sucks. My largest was 10 centimeters. <gasps> oh my gosh! 10 centimeters? Oh my gosh! Oh no, that, yeah. one, that one had to have been surgery. There's no way they would have blasted that one apart, no? Oh, no, I definitely wouldn't have been able to pass that one. <laughs> Holy crap. Why? Well, I, I hope you've been yeah. stone-free for quite some time. I'm, I'm, I'm doing better. You know, I've changed my diet, and that's the whole thing. There's a lot of oxalates and foods that you don't realize. Yeah. There's certain, if you eat a lot of spinach, you should actually eat a lot of feta cheese with the spinach because oh. it draws out the oxalates out of your urine. Mars, you love spinach. I love feta cheese and I love spinach. Yeah, good combo there. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right. Well, that's crazy. Okay. Thanks, Michaela. Thanks, Michaela. Okay, take care. Have you a great too. day. Bye-bye. Ten centimeters. That's a lot. That's like three inches and in change? Yeah. That oh, is, that's a big boy. Holy crap. Hola. I would cry. Why aren't, why aren't doctors blasting them all? Everything should just be blasted. Blast them, right? Even just, if you've yeah. got one that like, can pass already, still blast it. Yeah. Break sh- it down. We should just have like home blasting kits that you could just put in the area and just be like... Is blasting bad for us? Maybe they have to be a certain size for them to actually... Find it to blast it? Yeah, be accurate. I or, don't know. You know how they, uh, the as-seen-on-TV instant ab things that you oh, can clip yeah, on? Yeah. Why don't they make a blaster that you can just strap on, and you go to bed with it, and you wake up stone-free? That's exactly what shook them out of you. <laughs> Good God. Uh, Shannon, hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Uh, you've had kidney stones, right? Oh my goodness, yes. My first attack ended me in the hospital for over a week. <gasps> a week? Um, I had so many. They said that they couldn't laser them or anything. They had to just let them take their course. No! They gave me self-fed morphine. However, you have to wait for it. Oh, you're like, click, 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 click. 
<laughs> I had a button that I pushed for morphine. Yeah. I fall asleep, wake up, and I'm trying to push the button time to tell the nurse it doesn't work. And she said, no, you just did it a half hour ago. You have to wait. It's like it ain't working. Yeah, so obviously the morphine wasn't strong enough to take away the pain. Uh, no, nothing was. And then um, two years ago, now that was in my 30s. I'm now in my mid-50s. Yeah. Two years ago, I was in Canmore. And I ended up in the hospital there. They did a complete CTI scan. The ones that were causing me issues finally left. But I still have three. Two in my left kidney, they say, and one in my right kidney. They're still there? So, yep. They can go any there. And... Oh, we're losing oh, Shannon. Oh, oh, we're losing you. We lost you. We lost you. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, You're riddled in kidney stones. There's a couple of people who are saying that there's like they're they get scans done and it's showing that they have kidney stones. They're waiting for them to drop. I don't want oh. them in there. Just get them out. Yeah, I'd be like, you can see them. Shake them out. Well, they gotta like ripen up and then they. I guess so. Oh, and then they're like. Bing! Yeah. Because I don't want it to happen at the worst possible time. This text message here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, I also had kidney stones. I was told it was because I was hardcore on the keto. I was eating too much protein and not enough grain. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's a lot of people on keto. Lots of keto. Lots, lots of, of keto. high-protein diets. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, Carla, how many stones have you passed? I've had to pass two. Oh, uh, no. Why? How bad were they? My first one, I was able to tolerate the pain, but then I got in a second one, and that one was 1.1 centimeters big. And then I had to get uh, the um, lithotripsy shockwave treatment to break it down. What? That's just like sending like a like shockwave, sound wave kind of thing through there to break so. it up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then you they still have to pass. On, they put, yeah, I still have to pass the crumbs. Yeah, yeah, you have to pass all the sharp, jagged pieces. Oh lordy! Yep. Oh, that's the worst. How long does it take after they blast it with the uh, the sound waves or whatever? How long does it take to pass all the broken pieces? It took about uh, day and a half, two days. Oh. Oh, oh, God. What was the pain like? Was yeah. it the worst thing that you had ever experienced, or was it okay? Okay, so it's excruciating. It, I don't know how a guy can do it. Like, uh, as a woman, I can't stand it. Yeah. Um, and after I got the treatment done, a little old lady was moving faster than I was. Uh, like, oh. Like, it was, yeah, it <laughs> Yeah, I went home and just curled up on a blanket. That's all you can day. do. Hug a hot water bottle. Yeah, that's it. And have you ever had kidney stones again, or do you drink all of the water now? You know, it's funny. Water was in my issue. I have to be low sodium, and I can't eat any meat. That's that's my problem. Mm. And I mm. haven't had one in, like, two years. Oh, good for you. So Knock on wood, then. Yeah, I'm basically a forced vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Holy cow. All right, Kay. Thanks for sharing that, Carla. Thanks, Carla. Have a good day. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So some good news for Alberta drivers. Approximately half a million drivers in our province will start to be selected to have their GDLs removed. 
thanks to new technology being introduced this week. Ooh. Now, the province announced earlier that changes to the GDL program, which was established in 2003, is basically just going to make everybody their graduated license, yeah. regular license. You're, you're a regular driver now. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's going to get it, and oh. some people may also still have to carry the letter on them as well. Oh. So let's break that down. First of all, the technology will find drivers that are eligible to exit the program. People that are at least 18 years old, they've been a GDL driver for 24 months and are suspension and demerit free for one year. Oh, okay. So if you got a ticket with demerits... Yeah, you're hooped. You're hooped. Uh, Haley, your husband, is he going to be a full driver or not? He's going to be a full driver. He has no no infractions, no tickets, nothing. no nothing. Nothing. Oh, oh that's great news. Wow. I kind of want to just like reach my foot over and just start pushing on the gas. <laughs> just ruin so it for him. him. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to because he's put off doing it and I went and got mine done. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to do it. They're eventually just going to blah, 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 blah. Well, they are. So here's I what's know. happening in the news. He was right. He was, he was right. 100%. He was right. <laughs> the change happens in the Alberta system automatically and then a letter is generated and sent to the eligible driver. So you know that you're eligible when a letter comes in the mail. Now, some drivers in Alberta may have already had their GDL taken off with the province saying back in April that those who had an urgent need to exit it could. Like, for example, if you needed a job and you had to get that GDL removed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you were just kind of waiting for it, well, here it is. However, though, there's a few things in there to note. Um, If you receive a ticket before you get the letter confirming you exited the program, if you received a demerit ticket uh, before you meet the eligibility criteria, your GDL status stays for another year. Oh. Oh. So for 12 months, and yeah. again, this is a demerit ticket. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. If you receive the ticket after the system has exited you, but before you receive the letter, you have already exited the GDL program. So it comes down to if the system has already taken you out. Oh, man. And then that demerit ticket will be applied to your full license. So just be good and safe for a couple of weeks. Yes. And now, you should be fine. Drivers are not legally required to purchase a new license. However, you can do so if you want, but you have to pay the fees at the registry. If you choose not to purchase a new license, uh, you will have your physical license upgraded when you renew. Mm. So when that comes up to renew your license, you'll get the actual card renewed. Mm. If you're stopped by law enforcement in Alberta and you haven't upgraded your license, the officer will know because of the review of the system. So you will be updated in the computer in the computer system. One thing to note, though, if you're driving outside of Alberta and law enforcement does not have access to Alberta licensing systems, the enforcement officer will not know that you have exited the GDL program oh. and may consider you a novice driver if you don't update your license. Oh, that could be a pain in the ass. That's you when you need th- to carry the letter with you then? Yes. Yeah. So if you don't want to update your license and if you're worried about getting pulled over by officers outside of the province of Alberta, then the driver is required to keep their letter with them in the vehicle or visit a registry and update your physical license just leave it in the glove box the letter what does it current if you're currently on your gdl what does your license look like is it like in crayon or something like what's the difference what what says on there that it's gdl is there like a big letter on it Haley, what's on your husband's uh uh, do you know oh i have no idea because I would imagine it probably just says... Or it's inside the info, once it's scanned, is it no one? Like, is it different than an Alberta regular license, or does it have, like, the L on it? I don't think so, because on the back, it, it has says your... says play school. It has your class <laughs> on yeah. the back. 
Mm, yeah, so yeah. on the front it says class five. Yeah. So they probably just have like GDL. Like where the conditions are? Maybe. Because the conditions that I have are, I have to have adequate lenses. Denise says it's in the corner, and it's big letters GDL. Oh, they make damn sure. Oh. You know. So they make damn sure you know Scarlet on your license. Letter. Oh, there'd yeah. be room on the bottom of crashes where it doesn't say. That's clerical error. <laughs> like you, you think you're selfish, but then you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give my organs. They didn't ask. <laughs> That's on you guys. (laughs) Sorry, they're there for the taking. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, If you are part of that program, again, basically, if you're if you haven't gotten the the demerit ticket and if you're good to go to get the full license, just update it. Mm -hmm. It seems like a big pain in the ass if you're driving to Saskatchewan or BC. Like what a pain in the butt. But if you're out of province and they don't have access to Alberta, they don't licensed information. Then what does GDL mean to them anyway? Well, to them, it means you're a novice, so your tickets are different. No, but like even just a license in general. Because it's the restrictions on there. That's mm-hmm. the GDL trouble. Like, yeah. Yeah. You got to pass midnight or something, Haley Wright. I think so. You can't yeah. have underage passengers. But if yeah. they don't know that stuff. Right. Because they can't check anything yeah. to see if it's even a legit license. Is Apparently, that- they, they can treat you as a novice driver. Wow. Oh. If you don't have, like, if you if you don't have. You can bring that paperwork. Bring that paperwork. Mm-hmm. Or just go get a new license. Then you gotta pay. Stand in line. I know. Right? Yeah. Ah. Life hate sucks. Uh, <laughs> Especially if you just got it. What's a new license costing you? Is that like fifty bucks? I don't know. I just renewed mine. I, I don't know what the cost. No, but was. if you need, like, maybe you already have the new one, but you want GDL removed, so you gotta get a whole new oh, card. Right. Like, what's that? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. What are you paying for a license? Eighty, ninety, hundred? Ninety-three dollars. Oh, Ninety-three. Hmm. Yikes. Hmm. So, Kindy at 5679, she says she just she got her letter back in April. Yeah. Hey. So, that's really good news. Nice. Smooth yeah. sailing. That's great news. Mm. This is a scary story. I know that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, uh, RVs out on the road. Everybody's oh, yeah. taking. We were talking about them the other day. You seeing the convoy of motorhomes going down the QE2. Yeah. This is RV country. This is RV country. Well, a local driving on the Coquihalla Highway recently witnessed and filmed a worrying incident as an RV was apparently swerving through dangerous traffic. Her name is Amanda. She shared the five minute video on Facebook. The RV driver hits a ton of cones, the median, and even another vehicle. Uh-oh. Now, in the video, Amanda and another person were driving behind the RV, and they can be heard shocked at what they're witnessing, by the way. If you do run the video, she says the F word a lot, in mm. it, I'm just going to say. They also added there was a dog in the RV as well that could clearly be seen. The RV eventually stopped when the driver drove off the road on the gravel and then hit a tree. Jeez. Now, at that point, the vehicle could be seen smoking. Amanda and her driver pull up, step over out of their vehicle to check on the driver. And before walking slowly towards the RV, someone screams, it's on fire. Oh. And everybody runs back to their vehicle. Now, wow. witnesses say the driver of the RV, quote, stumbled out hammered. Oh, no. But that's allegedly, and that's uh, what the witnesses are saying. I'm like, you're on the freaking Coca-Cola. On the Coca-Cola. Oh, that's man. so dangerous. That's a lot of traffic. There, The video is, I put the link up there. It's like five minutes long. I'll put oh. a screen grab up. At one point, the awning is hanging off the side. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. un, it unfolded. <laughs> oh, It's like oh. one wing. <laughs> It'd be kind of scary being in front of that guy. You're well, not behind them. The Coca-Cola on just a regular day is wild. Yeah. Like, you encounter craziness. 
Like, yeah. we were tailed by a semi on the Coco Hollow that oh. was like a foot from our bumper in the dead of winter. Speed oh, up. I hate that. I was speeding. <laughs> yeah, it was dangerous. Doesn't feel so good on the other side, does it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I get it! <laughs> I agree with Haley, though. I'd rather be behind this guy than in front of him. Yeah, because then you can give him some space, but if he's behind yeah. you, they can uh, yeah. just ram right up and hit you. Yeah. There's nowhere for you to go. Mm-hmm. He's. Is he. If he was allegedly like inebriated, yeah. uh-huh. is there a chance he forgot he had a trailer? Because the way he's swinging that thing around, yeah, I think like he forgot he's about giving, the size yeah, he's of the vehicle. He's not giving any clearance for the trailer when he's cutting in and out. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the thing is, yeah, it's just it, it's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Oh, there yeah. he is in the ditch. Oh no, is not it dead. his or is it stolen? That's where the story ends. Nobody's really said anything on whether or not he was in fact intoxicated. RCMP have not released any more information on it yet. Because if it's stolen, that's a bad getaway vehicle. <laughs> yeah, you gotta drop the trailer. Well, it looked like he had a family dog with him, so I'm gonna oh. say mm. probably not stolen. Ah, uh, or it's someone's dog, or it's someone oh, else's dog. He's not even towing. That's just a. That's just a, it's a motor. A camper yeah, it's just yeah. A camper. Yeah, he must have been dozing off hey because at the end where he finally does succumb to the ditch like he makes a beeline right into it oh Oh, yeah yeah. he does not good he didn't i'm just uh scrolling through the video here he didn't end up hitting anyone no oh my gosh really isn't that incredible just that that tree at the very end just like avoid avoid (laughs) avoid yeah so watch yourselves out there if you're doing uh if you're gonna be hitting the highway highway safety yeah, 100%. Coca Hollow's wild and the Sea to Sky Highway. Yeah, those are wild. wild. Those are wild highways. <laughs> they are. Yeah. We think the QE2 wild yeah. is wild? No, those Jeez. are worse. All right, it looks like we might have a billionaire brawl on our hands because Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are talking about having a cage match, and there are people <laughs> who think they really want to throw down. Are you kidding me? Mark Zuckerberg is like, he's like the biggest baby in the world. I think they're both babies. They're both, and Elon too. Yeah, they're both, they're both just suckies. giant whiners. <laughs> Sucks. Zuck's been training though. Zuck's been Zuck's out for blood. I saw a video of him <laughs> at, at like a karate match, mm-hmm. and he gets like his ass handed to him, and apparently he cries. <laughs> he walks away crying. Looks like it would hurt. Yeah. yeah. Do they want karate is no joke. Do they want to do this in like a metaverse? Is that what I they're? Is that what they're doing? Both no? of them are so annoying. <laughs> it all started because Zuckerberg's Meta is working on a new social media platform that mm, one executive referred to as a quote sanely run alternative to Twitter. Well, on Tuesday, Musk responded to some posts by saying, quote, I'm up for a cage, cage match if he is, and Zuckerberg responded, quote, send me location. Now, Musk has su- suggested that they do it in the Octagon in Vegas. <laughs> Great to see. Yeah. I, I would watch the clips. <laughs> sure, this all could be metaphorical, but a spokesperson for Meta is suggesting that Zuckerberg is willing to engage in an actual physical fight. So Zuck is down. Hmm. And apparently people around Zuckerberg uh, have been saying that he's, quote, into jujitsu these days and has the, quote, outfits. Zuckerberg might just, <laughs> like, if it got to the point where it's legit, hmm. Zuckerberg probably would take down Musk. Who would win, Muck or Zuck? Oh, Zuck. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Oh, Zuckerberg? Yeah. yeah. Would take down Elon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Musk is a 50-year-old man who types LOL after his tweets. <laughs> Like, he's not going to... No. No. Yeah, I think Zuckerberg is taking him down fast. Who's uh, who's more f- in physical shape? Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, big picture, they can both rot at the bottom of the ocean in a sub. Yeah. But, like, for this? Yeah. Team Zuck. Oh, yeah. 
Team Zuck. Yeah. Yeah, hate them both, but yeah. And it looks like Zuckerberg also recently won a jujitsu tournament. My man. <laughs> He's inspiring Jin to take jujitsu lessons. Yeah, his fa- or his Instagram post said, quote, competed in my first jujitsu tournament and won some medals. Hey. So hmm. he won a couple medals. What's Musk got? Nothing. Nothing. Well, apparently he's got Joe Rogan, and he says Joe oh, Rogan's going to train he's him. He's getting involved. He's going to train him. <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> People would probably pay to watch oh, us go I'm down. Sure they would. <laughs> Speaking of billionaires, if you treat your own dogs like royalty, then this job's for you. An American billionaire based in the UK is looking for a quote dog nanny. And it comes with a six-figure salary. It pays one hundred twenty-seven thousand U.S. a year. Hmm. Ooh. But you've got to move to the U.K. and you have to be cool with traveling the world on their dime every now and then. Oh, I guess everyone's like, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of people have already applied. You can view the whole job listing online and apply if you want to. It's on a fancy staffing site called Fairfax and Kensington. Here are the details of the job. If you want to become the dog nanny, the family is two beloved dogs that require top tier care and they must be treated like valued members of the family. Of course. They're looking for a live-in dog nanny so you don't get your own place. You'll be staying in their mansion or some sort of guest house situation rent free. You'll need to coordinate all vet appointments, keep detailed records of their health and medical history and develop a quote, personalized exercise regime for each dog. They suggest light jogging and Pilates. Pilates? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine, uh, like, celebrity dog walkers, they probably make a good chunk of change, too, right? Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, I would They're imagine. not necessarily living, but just, like, you're walking. Yeah. You're probably making good money. You need to accompany the dogs on domestic and international trips. They go everywhere with the family. Uh-huh. And you have to arrange pet-friendly accommodations for them. You have to organize play dates with other dogs, enrich activities to stimulate their senses, and you'll handle all the normal stuff that comes with having a dog, like feeding, bathing, and picking up their poo. So this dog is basically, if you get the job, this is your dog. Yes. This ain't the family's dog. They don't really to, care. They, you have to follow their criteria, sure, though. Yeah, like, yeah. You have to, like, daily log what the dog's been doing. Because I'm not hearing any playtime with the actual family. No, no, no. <laughs> the ideal candidate has a lot of experience with dogs, but preferably other rich people's dogs not your own right is that how it's listed yes (laughs) (laughs) yes you also have to be willing to work irregular hours like weekends and holidays and if you need a driver's license you can shuttle them around Hmm. do we know what kind of dogs they are they don't say because that matters right oh yeah yeah. what if it's cocker spaniel your hoot why what's wrong with cocker they're just mean oh okay Also, I guess, wasn't it your... your? Um... Well, yeah. 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 Remember that show, guys? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That weird house that your mom took you to where they were breeding yeah. Cocker Spaniels? We were wondering if that was my brother's dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we were wondering. Is that the name of the dogs, the the website, the Fairfax? What are their names? Fairfax and... Uh, Fairfax and Kensington. Kensington. Those uh, are fancy names. No, it looks like that's a fancy job staffing site. Oh. Oh. That feels like a very English billionaire's right? dog name. It does. Fairfax. Kensington over here. Right. Chop, chop. He's an American billionaire living in the UK. So, oh, so there better. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dog is stars and this is bars. Yeah. <laughs> stars and bars. 
Oh boy. So nonetheless, Treat if you're, well. you're looking for a job and if you have experience with other rich people's uh, dogs, this could be the job for you. If you're a dog walker in the city, how many dogs are you walking at a time? I do love seeing people with uh, the leash with like yeah. five dogs on there. Uh, li- I, I, I think it's hilarious. Living downtown, sometimes you see like, we call them mega dog walkers. Yeah. They've got like seven, eight, nine, ten dogs. It's ten wild. Ten dogs? Yeah. And, and they're heading to the, the dog park. Yeah. Like too many dogs. I don't, yeah, I don't know how you handle that, but they look like they're doing a great job at it. Mm. Like, Haley, you can't even handle your two dogs. <laughs> oh, God, they're just idiots. Would you be able to walk like eight dogs? If they were well-behaved, absolutely. And, and if like, they weren't, like, 100-plus pounds. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, they probably got to be just small. big dogs. Yeah. Would I they think, all be, like, jumping on each other? Uh, no, for the first little bit, they get excited. But once they kind of calm down, you'd be all right. Yeah, you got to be leader of the pack. Didn't you watch Caesar Milan? Alpha. <laughs> you got to nip at them. Right. Isn't that what he does? No, he so goes, He's in a lot of trouble, Caesar. I know, he's been in trouble for years. Yeah. Did he beat a dog? Well, he, some of his practices are questionable when it Is comes it the to... beating? Yeah. <laughs> well, because he, he would poke and go... Tss, tss, to, like, reset them, right? Is that the problem? Yeah, I think that uh, other dog psychologists came forward to say oh, that God. his... I might be Team Caesar on this one. <laughs> 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 to say that his methods maybe aren't necessarily uh, 100% ethical, uh-huh. right, if that makes any sense. I think he got his show back again, because he was off the yeah. air for quite some time. He was. Yeah. I think he went through a bit of a nasty divorce, too. Yeah. Oh, did he? He built that big dog sanctuary and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He did. The dog rehabilitation center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's Caesar worth? Oh, a I'm sure lot. he's worth a fat, fat amount of money. I'm going to say I'm gonna say $17 million. Marcy? Oh, I'm going to say Caesar Milan. He's got all those dog products. I'm going to say $25 million. Haley, you want to guess uh, dog expert Caesar Milan's net worth? Mm, $6 million. Uh, a little north of that. You guys were guess pretty close. $20 million. $20 mil. It's right in between Crash and I. Feels hmm. like he should be worth more. Yeah, a little does, bit, does, hey? Yeah, well, he was like, of product? Yeah, he was like cream of the crop, like, what, 10, 15 years ago? Big time, yeah. He was the crop, though. Was like, do you know another famous yeah, dog he was trainer? Yeah, he was doing Well, then after him, like, once he started, like, uh, he had a lot of drama. Once he there slipped. Were, there were cooler people with tattoos that showed up. Oh. Younger and they, people? And they, younger, cooler people, and they cared about the animals. Oh, of course. A little bit you more. Care. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. The job there could be for you. Caesar Milan's new show. I wonder if this is uh, trying to trying to rebuild his image. Is called Caesar Milan. Better human, better dog. Oh, oh. So they're working on the the people as well. They're yeah. working on Caesar. Yeah, oh. yeah. They are. <laughs> He's like, whoops. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go over to our friends in the United States, that, where a U.S. federal court has ordered a restaurant to pay one hundred and forty thousand dollars U.S. in back wages and damages to thirty-five employees after management pulled a bit of an unexpected stunt. According to the U.S. Department of Labor, an employee of the Taqueria Garibaldi restaurants. Mm testified that the restaurant owners offered employees, quote, a person identified as a priest to hear confessions during work hours. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) No. No. Could you imagine? (laughs) Was it, and it wasn't a real priest? They say identified as priest, not real legit priest. And so all that information got back to the owner? 
Here's like, were they questioning about, well, was it just about life or like about like what's going on at work? Here's the things that the priest asked the employees. So first of all, the employee told the court that workers were urged to, quote, get the sins out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If we're held into a meeting and told this, I'd be like, you need to like hit, hit the bricks. Get you, out of you here. You need to also use different words because yeah, getting the like, sins out. That sounds get... like uh, clearing your head before, you know, like, yeah. I just got to get these sins yeah. out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can't the, stop thinking about it. The priest asked the employees the following. The priest, I'll say that with air quotes. Yeah. Um, had you ever been late for work? Apparently that's a sin. Mm-hmm. Have you ever stolen something from or done anything to harm the employer? Oh. Have you ever had bad intentions towards the employer? Well, this is not necessarily people sinning. This is just a air quote priest questioning you on your uh, what you're doing at work. <laughs> it's like our anonymous yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, submissions oh, right? of the workplace. Yeah, which an email is not anonymous. No, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh. Fool. Learn from my mistakes, people. Whoops. <laughs> now, it also appeared that employees at this restaurant were denied overtime pay, that there was some violation of federal labor standards, and managers were getting paid from the employee pool tip illegally so you couldn't yet couldn't steal the employees tips mm-hmm. which we know happens in this city a lot yeah. yeah a lot that's greasy there's a lot of servers who have anonymously anonymously texted this radio station to say what restaurants are stealing their tips mm-hmm. and if you want to know download our app because they're about to come in <laughs> oh yeah if you're uh, deep in catholicism uh-huh. if you're all in on it and you're asked to confess. Do you have to confess? Like, if there's a priest on site who says, "Come, my son, tell me your sins," are you no. sort of bound to? I mean, you like, don't. You don't have to. But sometimes people get whipped into a frenzy, which is what religion is really good at doing. Because like, so if you it feel lo- like you should. Yeah, if they look like a priest. Yeah. Because you don't ask to see papers or anything. And they got right? the little. They got the little booth. The yeah. Little curtain. You can <laughs> bring in the whole booth. Like, oh, looks legit. Looks legit. <laughs> right. Legit. I guess I'm gonna talk. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. What a what a terrible thing to do. Yeah. Um, did the owner discover? Like, did they highlight any of that? Did the owner discover that well, people were stealing, people were doing this? They actually didn't highlight it in this story. I'm not sure how many people confess their sins to the priest, again, in air quotes. I would hope no one would. But... But I guess yeah, I don't you, know. Get, you get caught up in it, right? You're yeah. like, oh, well, I also have some other stuff. They're like, no, I had enough. No, Thank you. Care. <laughs> yeah. That, don't care. But I think I left him dead. Not interested. <laughs> there was so much blood. Not today. <laughs> Did you take the money out of the till? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like now this restaurant obviously being investigated. The owners of the restaurant obviously are being investigated as well. And some of the people who work there are a little worried about coming forward because of their immigration status. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, who yeah. work at this, of oh, course, being in the United States. Oh, my too. God. They're hanging that over their head as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mars, uh, yeah. You, uh, you grew up very Catholic. I did. Have you ever uh, sat in one of those confession booths? I have. Like yeah, the, the big old wooden ones. Yeah, yeah, a number of times. Is really? it like the movie with like little sliding door? Mm. You say you need Father Fry of Sin. The older the church, the more likely you are to see that. The newer the church, they're a little bit more modern. Like cell phones. Uh, <laughs> Shoot me a text. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been years. You text your sin. It's been years, but it's uh, yeah, like, it's just a modern sliding yeah, door. It's like a, it does. It's not like the like the old like antique wood. I have been in confessional booths that look like that. You have those in the city? Uh, I was in Calgary in the... 
they have with the sliding door and yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the the wires so you can't really see who's on the yeah. other side yeah 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 I, be, I bet you nowadays like a really modern cool church would probably have those uh touch sensitive uh tinted glass where you can just like poof and the glass tints oh yeah that's so cool right how cool is that i'm not sure if that's where money that the church is getting oh, is going into so? no oh. i think it's going elsewhere the, the priest beamer that's pretty expensive car in the parking lot yeah was there a penance to pay did you have to do like uh Hail yeah. Marys? yeah usually yeah yeah or sometimes you just go in there to like as a child what are you confessing um like you stole your buddy's toy yeah yeah is there like a priest who lives in there, or is there like the blocks? Is there like set hours? <laughs> There's set hours. Like, so it's usually like the the priest who's in the who's in the church, like the guy that you see all the time. Yeah, he's got to put some time in. Yeah, I, that's again, the it's job. been so long. Oh my god! Like I might go celibate for a couple years. Just <laughs> if I can. Could you imagine? Oh my god! I could only. Oh, that'd I could be only so imagine. good. It would be juicy, but then you have you you can't tell anyone. No, you're, well, you're not, you're not supposed, supposed to. to. <laughs> They're not supposed to do a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, this point. is the this is pretty low on the scale. That, that's that. a good point. A little loose lipped is okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not supposed well, to. Well, actually, you're not supposed to. If oh. you're a gossipy priest, it's can only be to other priests, right? Because if the flock gets word that you're telling tales out of school, then oh. no one will yeah. ever come confess to you again. Well, yeah. the, I, I would tell all the nuns first of all, because the nuns are going to oh, yeah. tell all the other nuns. The sisters are going to chat. Yep. They're they, gonna go. That whole group, they gotta it's be all gossipy, gossipy right? Oh, it's all when hot they're in gossip. the back or wherever in the oh, bowels yeah. of the church, that's gotta be a hot goss session, yeah, right? Yeah, they might say no. We know, though. Come on. <laughs> we know you're full of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know you're gossiping. Then they see you next Sunday and they're like, oh, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> they must be like, some, some of the confessions would be so boring, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever, like you jaywalked. I don't care. Yeah. Any affairs this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, especially if you're living that celibate life, I would lead people on. That's your only sort of. Of uh, uh, avenue into that yeah. uh, world of like sex, adult stuff, right? you know? Yeah, I'd be like, have you ever had these thoughts mm-hmm. before? I lied in my. <laughs> Explain them in detail. Tell me about <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> but, priest, I don't know. I don't know if I could tell you this. You don't have it! <laughs> You'll burn in hell! I mean, <laughs> in our next uh, our next parking lot party that we do for uh, listeners, we should uh, set up a booth. See, just see, see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what y'all confess. Oh <laughs> who's who's going to be the one sitting listening to the secret? Me. <laughs> we'll Jim, all be do you want to say Curtain will be bulging with bodies, all ears pressed against the screen. We'll actually oh. just run a mic and put it live on the air. <laughs> <laughs> totally anonymous. We're though. not doing that. I love it. Oh, damn. No, we're damn. not doing that. Oh, we're day. not. We're not doing that. I one lied. Day, I day. lied in my first uh, confession. <gasps> yeah, because you do. It's called reconciliation. Mm. To your, it's one of the sacraments that you receive. Oh. and so uh, on my first reconciliation, it was a big to do. It was at a big old church in Calgary. Like you have to confess. You something? have to go I and gotcha. sit in the booth, and you have to confess. Mm-hmm. I think I was eight years old. Oh, oh man, seven or eight. Yeah. Isn't that uh, what our boss just rolled out of the last meeting? That chicken. The reconciliation no, chicken? Yeah, is that what he rolled no, out? He, that's not reconciliation. That's recognition. Oh, recognition. Uh, that's to say you've done a good job. Oh. Very, very different chicken. Uh-oh. That's why that was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, but I lied. I, I couldn't think of a sin. Like, I couldn't think of anything that oh, I had so really made done. So I made up a bunch of, like, child sins. You didn't go too big. No, it was like, oh, I... Grand pick- Theft Auto or anything. No, I didn't go... No, I was like, oh, I picked the flowers out of my neighbor's I garden. Gotcha. You know, like, just, like, kid stuff Stole like that. Stole a pie from a windowsill. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Yoink. Yeah. As an adult, are you worried about like stepping foot in there, like seeing people uh, see you walk in? No, because you're going. You're because supposed I'd to... be like, oh, they got something to confess. <laughs> yeah, on your way out the door, Sunday service. Are you just like popping in? Some people go weekly. Or is it like a Tuesday's confession? Because what are they doing like during the week? Nothing. Yeah, like their I, schedule's pretty open. Right. I, for some reason, I have it, I remember it being in my head Thursday evenings, but Thursday evenings. Yeah. Yeah, I would just pop in like when no one's in there and be yeah. like, I need to unload. How does that? Do you go? You go to the church? Yeah. Priest is there. Yes. Uh, and you're like, do you mind? I I got some stuff to unload. And then you both make the walk to the booth. Uh, or is he just there? Uh, he's, he's in the booth. He's I don't already want to see your face. So you know when you, you know who it is. You know when you go to a porta potty and it says occupied, unoccupied. <laughs> yeah. Okay, vacant, not vacant. Yeah. You're whatever. comparing that to a porta potty. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm talking about the latch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. And you know, so you can see if there's somebody in there. So you right. wait. You just wait. Mm. You can you can kneel. You can pray. You can light a candle. While you wait, you can do the rosary. I yeah. I don't know. Whatever you do. If I'm in a situation like that, I'm gonna get nervous. I'm gonna get gas. What do I do? Fart. <laughs> Let her rip. I need to sin. Forgive me, Father. I'm about to sin. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Can't do that either. You see the little partition closed. <laughs> Febreze. Yeah. Be gone, demon. <laughs> you got the devil in your ass. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. some uh, cooler priests uh. Uh, will just give you general absolution. Yes. So you don't have to, they don't want to hear all the sins? Well, what, it, what a waste. Well, it depends how it's going. It depends on how it's going. And sometimes, oh, if it is boring. Yeah. So you'd be like, I broke a picture frame or at home. Maybe it's boring. Stuff you don't want, or maybe it's just stuff you don't want to hear, right? Oh. It's too much. Yeah, oh, so you're, you're forgiven. Get oh, out of here. There'd be some heavy stuff. Yeah, I don't want to know that. Right. Yeah, I don't Go need to know get. any of that. Go on. Go on, get. get. Mm-hmm. This text here, 56789, says, I grew up very Catholic like Mars. My dad used to make us go to confession once a year as kids. So I just used to say, I've been fighting with my brother and sister. I, I said they that They probably too. hear a lot of that. I did, I, my brothers and I fight all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weaponize those endorphins. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always remember the priest would just sit there silently waiting for more and then ask, uh, anything else? And I would say, nope. He'd absolve me. And that was it. Kick the door uh, open. You're like, where's my bike? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, maybe it's not juicy at all. <laughs> yeah, it seems tricky with the kids. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying, depending on the church, too, it's no longer a booth. It's a room. You actually sit across from the priest. You talk oh, to them face to face. I don't want to see I don't your like face. That. I don't no, like that. I don't want to see the disappointment in your eyes. No. Also, I, it's hotter for me if I can't. <laughs> well, well, I'm listening. But <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine my own scenario. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see your face. <laughs> You're wrecking this. <laughs> Just your voice. That's all I need. <laughs> it's not why I got into the priest game. <laughs> I don't even want to see your fingers gripping the cage. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. I bet. Well, yeah. Was, I think that would be terrifying for a child. Religion was very frightening to me. All of it was frightening. The imagery, mm. the things that I had to do. It's all fire and brimstone. Everything's yeah, it big was, and large. Yeah, yeah. It, it gave me yeah. a lot of nightmares, and it, it really frightened and intimidated me. Yeah, yeah. It was very bizarre. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Hmm. Well, good luck on Sunday, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess. Sure. (laughs) Get in there. Save the good stuff for us. Yeah. Yeah, just call us with your sins. Hear anonymously. Yeah, you can stay anonymously. Call. Don't worry about it. I've had a lot of sacraments. Yeah. Yeah. Practically a priest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're not going to tell you to change your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. No judgment. Don't worry. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, um, this is a this is a pretty crazy story. A Ontario couple was charged three hundred and fifty dollars for a hotel smoking fee, 
even after they didn't smoke. Oh. A couple from Georgetown, Ontario, says that they were shocked to get a $350 smoking charge from a Pittsburgh hotel for smoking in their room, even though they said they don't smoke. Now, they said they checked out on Sunday and all was good, and when they got home, they had the charge. Now, they are huge Toronto Blue Jays fans, and last month, the couple traveled to Pittsburgh to watch the Jays play the Pirates, and that's when they saw the smoking charge added to their bill. So they called the hotel right away, and they said, sorry, there's a sensor in our room that shows that you were smoking for an hour and a half. Oh, Oh. wow. That's a lot of smoking. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they even had sensors. Mm Mm-hmm. The couple replied, of course, that's ridiculous. We are non-smokers. The hotel said, we have a strict policy of not reversing smoking charges, even though the couple was adamant that they are non-smokers. I guess it's uh, your word against theirs. Yeah. And they already have the cash. They sure did. Oh. Yeah. Hotels are concerned about the smell of cigarettes and marijuana inside rooms, so they've installed sensors to prevent unauthorized smoking. I I thought it was just like... uh like a trust system, like the honor system. I thought the housekeeping just gave a little sniff. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, no, they can it's tell. good. Well, the oh, couple yeah, said oh, yeah. they're not sure why the smoking sensor went off in their room, but they noticed the casino connected to the hotel allows smoking indoors. Oh. Mm. So they were like, well, maybe there was some smoke coming in from the casino. The couple tried to dispute their charge on their credit card as a chargeback, but the hotel refuses to remove it. Oh. Mm. That's, that's crazy. That I guess they're, they're looking at the stats on their alarm. It's like, well, it went off. Too bad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. What's the charge? Like one hundred and fifty bucks? Three fifty for them. Three fifty. Three fifty. Oh, I'd be fighting it too. Oh, that hurts. I've been hit with a smoking charge. Did you? Well, I wasn't smoking, but you you with some friends out somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have like a couple rooms, and then people are enjoying the night. Sure, and someone's gonna start smoking. Yeah, regardless of where they are. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it was like it was like two hundred fifty bucks. Was it an alarm that went off? Uh, oh, or? I, they didn't. They didn't mention a smoking alarm. They just said there's probably stinks. cigarettes left in the room. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we butted out in the coffee cups. We'd had a night. But then, like, there's, like, they hit you with the fee, but, like, they don't, like, what do they do? What's I, that money go towards? deep clean. Is it just, like, a fine? I think it's, it's just a deterrent. A f- yeah, I think Because they're not deterrent. doing anything. No. no. They clean it just maybe a little bit more, spray a little more Febreze in there, clean it up. Did you guys leave evidence that you were smoking in the room? There, there could have been. Yeah. I didn't put much. I just wish it wasn't under my name. I didn't put much, like, thought into it the next morning. You know, we just get the hell out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, yeah, I don't know if there was evidence or if there was just the the smell in the air. Mm. But they said I did, and I did, so I didn't like. like yeah. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't fight it. Yeah. How so, much? It's two hundred fifty bucks. Two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Holy crapola! And that hurts when was, you're younger. Ouch! But that's it too. It was uh, it was in Banff. Yeah, and it was like one of those older places. They got mm-hmm. some old ones there. Oh, Where, yeah. like you know everything used to be smoking. Yeah, and those things haven't been renovated. And sometimes you walk in them and you're like, it has a faint smell already because it stays yeah. forever. It's there forever. If it was a smoking hotel room, yeah, without blowing the place down and rebuilding it back up, mm-hmm. it'll always have the hint of. Smoke. Cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Were you the cool friend and didn't hit up your friends for cash? Or were you like, oh, I needed that hello? Money. I knew who it was. Oh. <laughs> I very much needed that money. <laughs> All right. I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. What is the most expensive charge that you've had on a hotel bill? And maybe it was your fault, like Ginger and his friends. Maybe you got drunk and ordered all of the room service. Maybe laid on the remote, ordered a bunch of pay-per-view. Sure. <laughs> laid on the remote. Yeah, we'll it that. happens. It happens. We'll Honey, that. I don't know how to work these remotes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Samsung at home at all. They're all different. <laughs> Sometimes 
also don't know the cost, though. Like, yeah, you, that's true, too. You're just buying, too. like, a cartoon yeah. for your kiddos. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, 40 bucks. Well, even if the kids get their hands on the remote, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know, just get, stay busy. Just shush. Maybe you made ex- extended eye contact with the fridge with the uh oh my god the mini bar the mini bar damn you mini bar yeah why are you so convenient (laughs) maybe just bumping it with your foot shakes things inside yeah even bottles of water the place that we stayed at over the weekend had uh bottles of smart water i'm like don't even think about it mars out on the counter (laughs) yeah yeah and i was like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like this is canada you can drink from the tap do not touch those bottles (laughs) we're in the mountains this is good this is good water here so thirsty All right, what is the largest charge that you've seen on your hotel bill? Was it food, booze, movies, smoking? Let us know. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this poor Ontario couple, just a couple of Blue Jays fans who went to Pittsburgh to watch the Jays take on the Pirates, and they were charged $350 for a hotel smoking fee, and they don't they don't smoke. Uh, neither of them smoke. They even said that they're they're actually they really care about their health and they're super health conscious. They mm-hmm. even told the hotel that they went for a run together every morning that they were at okay. the hotel. Nope, smokers. When you go above and beyond to be like I'm a I'm a fountain of health, well, blah blah blah, I'd be like mm-hmm. BS. Little suspect now. You guys went in the room and chain smoked a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, the the, the hotel says that they have a sensor in the room that shows that they were in there smoking for an hour and a half. Hotels Does it pick up vaping too? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, that's just a. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Because hotels in the cities have like you can't smoke in any hotels here, so no. they have smoking fees. Yeah. Yes. Do we have any sensors? Does anyone work in a hotel have any? Can you tell us the inside yeah. deets? Do we have sensors in hotel rooms? Yeah. Give do you guys know? Because like uh, when you're uh, in the bathroom on a uh, airplane, uh, they got a the little sign there too that says you'll trigger the uh, alarm. Mm-hmm. If right. you're smoking, you'll be fined and blah, blah, blah. So, And you look in the corner and there's like a little sensor there. It's there. It's yeah. there. So, yeah, maybe hotels do have that. Um, so, yeah, we're wondering about the wild charges that you've received on your uh, hotel bill. And maybe you noticed it like a week later when you're just going through your credit card statement. You're like, what the? Yeah. Where did that come from? Uh, Candace, how you doing? Good, yourself? Good. Um, your uh, a hotel that you stayed at dinged you with something, right? They did. My, We were in Mexico for our friend's wedding, and a bunch of the guys were doing some flaming tequila popper type shot. Yeah. My husband went crazy with it, loves him some tequila, but the tequila does not love him. So once I noticed his one eye started drifting away, I was like, hey, it's time to put you to bed. Walked <laughs> so in there, got him lying down, went and took all the pillows from my brother's room, propped him up, you know, like a responsible adult. Yeah. And it started flowing. He destroyed our bedding. He destroyed the wall, the side tables, the mat. It was disgusting. No! Oh, it was so bad. I slept on the couch. We tipped the cleaner amazingly the next day. Yeah. God bless her soul. Yeah. Um, but then the we got a bill for three hundred US dollars for the sheets. For the sheets? Don't they just yeah. throw it in a big batch of bleach? How and badly did he ruin those sheets? That they <laughs> oh, that's like, a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it was his side of the bed, luckily, because I had propped him up so well. But right. we went and we were like, okay, well, we want the sheets then. Like you're gonna charge us for it, sure, but we're taking them home. Show me the sheets. Show me the sheets. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they're like, no, we can't do that. We'll we'll drop that fee down to a hundred. <laughs> they so dropped it really at quick. that point, I was just like, 
okay, fine, whatever. But yeah, yeah. they would not give it to us. I'm like, it's probably because it's on somebody else's bed already. Probably. Yeah, they just threw it in the washing yeah. machine, heavily bleached it, it came out, and it looks decent. Yeah. yeah. But when I saw that 300 US, I'm like, oh, oh that no. hurts. That really hurts. Maybe was that just like an extra clean? Like, I know that your husband obviously was very ill, but like, is that just like an extra cleaning fee that they tack on for like any destroyed room? <laughs> It might have been, but yeah. it, like the bill specifically said like oh. sheets. Oh. Sheets. Oh. So I always wonder about that because I've destroyed my fair share of sheets, and yeah. I wonder, yeah, yeah, will I get a ding on the bill? Looks like you will now. Yeah, because I've dropped the whole pizza face down on some sheets, you and did. it looked like someone was murdered, and I didn't get dinged on that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, thanks, Candace. No problem. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. She says she tipped heavily, mm. which I believe, but clearly not heavily enough. Because that's you're tipping for discretion. Yeah, to be like just between us. Yeah, sorry. Because if the tip was good enough, that cleaner doesn't mention it. The hotel never knows the awful truth. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's how you know if you did enough or not. Mm-hmm. If you get billed for it, <laughs> <laughs> didn't tip enough. <laughs> uh, another one here, Victoria. How you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Good. Hi. Good. Uh, you got hit with a bill from a hotel. Oh, yeah, big one, $800. Oh, 800. no. What did you do? Yeah. Well, well, it wasn't me, that's the thing. So I had rented a room for some friends and I to go out for the night. And I went to bed earlier than everybody. And next thing I know is I have a bill for $800. So I called the hotel and I was like, what is this for? And I said, well, you broke a TV. And <gasps> I said, no, I didn't. So I reached out to my friends and asked what happened, and one of them finally fessed up and said, oh, yeah, like, we cracked the screen. Oh, my but, God. <laughs> yeah. What they had done was they just threw a towel over the screen, but I thought, I mean, we had quite a few drinks, so I'm like, hey, maybe some whatever. I wasn't yeah. going to ask questions about it. Yeah. And, yeah, so they broke the TV and didn't tell me, and then I checked my credit card bill and had an $800 charge. Oh, man. Did they cough you know, up the cash and split it with you or what? He paid for, well, most of it. I think he shorted me like $200, but I wasn't going to hound him for it. But. No, it's still better than 800 Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a drag. I wonder if they hadn't thrown the towel over the TV to to uh, cover the crack, if it would have even been noticed. Well, no, they're going to see it one way or another. Well, babe, the next people will get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they didn't make it so obvious. Exactly, yeah. They, they put a beacon on the crack. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, yeah. Victoria. Awesome, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. $800. Like, don't highlight the damage, right? Yeah, don't draw any attention to it with yeah, the towel. because I bet you they wouldn't have seen it. Because I doubt they're turning the TVs on between cleanings. Yeah, I... That's that's the next people. That's their problem. <laughs> when it comes to that, can you just say, no, it was cracked for us, too? We just didn't bitch about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so probably. We got there. Be like, oh, we're a family that doesn't believe in watching TV. Yeah. We didn't turn it we on. We didn't turn it on. Oh, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, here's some hot goss for you guys. Ooh. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. 56789 on text says, I used to work front desk years ago, and I got to charge a f- couple of former NHL players for severely damaging a room. Mm. The room had to be taken out of service for a while, <laughs> and I had never seen a bill that large. Whoa. Damn. Whoa. What went down in that room? Because I've destroyed my fair share of rooms. Yeah, I good mean, old radio station promotions gone yeah. wrong. Ever oh had God. one taken out of service though? Yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever taken a, a room out of out service. Of service. They probably had to bring extra staff on to clean the room, but full Marzi gut job. Yeah, it's a gut job. Wow. Uh, Chelsea on the north side says, "I stayed at the I don't know what hotel this is. The Mariagi. 
Is that supposed to be Marriott? It's probably Marriott. Okay. <laughs> what does that spell? It's autocorrect. <laughs> like, there's nothing that fancy in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I wasn't sure. Uh, in Winnipeg, in the penthouse. Whoa. With a few friends. They charged me $500 on my bill because the perfume in the hotel was used. What do you, oh. what do you mean? What? Like, well, I'm guessing maybe if you're in the penthouse, they oh, they, they have, supply you with their own you? their own like probably Tom Ford perfume. Whoa! And but as soon as you pop it, boom, yeah, you bought it. You bought it. A bottle. Five hundred oh. a bottle. Because we all love the little amenities in there, yes, right? I love amenities. I love mm-hmm. amenities so much. Mm-hmm. Where are you guys at with um, some places now in the shower? Oh, the pompers. Yeah, mm. but it's much more convenient. It is. But it's not as... Because you can use a copious amount. Yes, because yeah. the bottles are tough to squeeze. Yeah, and you run out. A lot of people bring their own product anyway. Mm-hmm. It doesn't scream uh, high end, yeah. but I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm at a resort, like yeah. for a week, I'm cool with pumpers. Yeah. A hotel like that, I'm going to just be water. there. Yeah. yeah. I don't want pumpers on the wall. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm really torn. It's, usually there's like pubes on there too. <laughs> well, hopefully it's cleaned. <laughs> My God. It's a whole separate issue. <laughs> Uh, anchor, hey buddy. Hi. Hey, um, you got a you got hit with a big hotel charge, right? Oh yes. Should I should I share my story? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah please. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to hear. It. Sure. Yeah, what happened? Okay. So uh, I went to Bombay in India, like uh, because of some visa work, and I took like two of my friends from my village. Yeah. And uh, we stay, we stayed at uh, some four star hotel there, and it was luxury hotel, like high rise building. And uh, on our way back, like we we checked out, and we were in the car, and my friends were looking at me, and they were laughing. I said, like, what's going on? <laughs> and they showed me the luggage bag. There was like it was stacked up with booze. I figured out they jacked up the 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 mini bar, <gasps> like the fridge. They they provided the fridge and they just loaded the luggage bag with them. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, I told them. I said like, buddy, they gonna charge me twice. <laughs> <laughs> I said, they said like, it was in the fridge, so we just jacked it up. I said, like, no, they're going to charge me. I will buy it cheaper for you from the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, the ho- and the hotel charged me 650 700 Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I, and, hope, uh, I hope you sipped all that booze just to make it last. <laughs> oh, we took it back to village and we shared it. Yeah. So we said, like, man, this is the most expensive booze I ever bought. <laughs> no I, My stomach would have dropped if I seen that. I'd be like, you did what? I, I know. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So if you are going to be heading out into the River Valley, maybe you're going to be doing a little hiking. Just keep in mind that four River Valley trails have been closed due to high river waters. And as a matter of fact, the North Saskatchewan River is expected to crest sometime today, meaning it will be at its highest point before it starts to recede again. It is a very high it's right very now. It's very high. And it's moving very, very fast. Looking good, though, from the aerial shots. Yeah. Gorgeous. Like drone footage. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Yeah. So green down yeah, there. Yeah. So green. The trails to that are closed is Emily Murphy to Kinsman River, River Loop Trail near Fort Edmonton, the Highlands Trail, and the Gold Bar River Trail to Capilano Park. Hmm. Man, I was driving near the River Valley yesterday. So many people are on like bikes and running and walking. And well, you got you got to take advantage of this weather with their kiddos. So just keep in mind that if you're trying to uh, tackle any of those trails, that those are the ones that are closed. Now you'll know when you get there because signs and gates they like they locked it down. Mm-hmm. Close them. 
closed it up. Big yellow gates are warning you that the trails are closed due to the river. So. I would imagine with the high river levels, they probably don't allow the tubing and stuff. Like those companies don't do the tubing. Or would they? I, I have no idea. Google well, it. A lot of the launches would be flooded. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's moving very quick. Very yeah. quick. Yeah. Now, in Edmonton, the North Saskatchewan River was 6.2 meters high. Okay. At 11.25 a.m. yesterday, according to the province. Once river levels dip below six meters, the city will then send crews out to look at the damage and decide if it's safe to reopen those trails. Mm. Do we know what we usually uh, maintain for river depth? I don't Probably, know what we usually it's maintain. It's got to be a lot lower than that, like a three meter kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know, is like, how, yeah. is it like twice as high as it normally is? I don't know what a. It yeah. looks high. Yeah. It does, it does look high, but so and it is high, so just keep that in mind if you are going to be heading out onto the trails. For those of you who are upset that Taylor Swift did not add Canada to her newest dates of her heiress tour, well, Edmonton MP Matt Genereau hopes that Taylor Swift's lack of Canadian stops on her heiress tour is not about bad blood. In several posts on his social media accounts, the conservative politician indicated that he is going to follow Australia's lead and file what he's calling an official grievance with Parliament to encourage Taylor Swift to add some Canadian dates to her heiress tour. Because that'll get her here. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's just a weird... It's weird. It's a joke, right? It's, I hope it's a joke. It's gotta be, it a has joke. be a joke. Yeah, I can't visualize Matt just pumping along to the tunes on an heiress yeah. tour. Yeah, I think it's a joke just to... Yeah, just to have people talking about their the tweet. Okay, I think. So. I hope. I hope. I just want her to come to Canada so bad. I know. Please, uh-huh. Matt. <laughs> Matt said, "Quote: It has come to my attention that despite much anticipation, Taylor Swift's heiress tour has neglected to include any Canadian dates or locations as she releases her international dates, which includes stops throughout Asia and Europe." He also went on to say, "Quote: Similar to what's being considered in Australia, I would like to file an official grievance within Parliament on behalf of all Swift." in Canada for her and her team to reconsider. Yeah, please, please let this be a joke and yeah. don't actually file it. No. <laughs> You're going to make Alberta look like a joke. <laughs> the yeah. whole idea is obviously like a joke. It has it's got to be. be. In the official letter, he even says... It does uh, look official. He says it, he hopes it, it is takes official. swift action. <laughs> but but also in the letter, he mentions that like the the economic impact her tour has. Yeah, uh, like he gets pretty serious about money. Uh, yeah. Which sounds, which is a weird thing to put in the joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's a joke, just leave it as. But just, it has to be a joke. Please. That's just, that's just a weird said. part to put in. Mm. He said, "Quote: Not only is this leaving Canadian fans without the opportunity to see her tour, but it's also leaving Canada out of the economic opportunities her shows generate. It is estimated that these shows could generate 4.6 billion for local economies. Fans just don't simply attend concerts; they spend money at local businesses, including hotels, restaurants, and shops. <sighs> so he's justifying. Well, yeah. This official grievance. Oh." Yeah. Also, thanks, Matt. We know how concerts work. <laughs> um, I know, right? Uh, the, those new dates, though, are uh, crushing for Canada. Yeah. This takes her into... Hold on here. The last show for the UK is August 17th. Which, if you're going to do an outdoor show in Canada, which mm. Edmonton would be, because we're yeah. going to have a yeah. Common yeah. You're, you're heading into gambling time. Like, that's... Like, we... Uh, uh, end of August is still available, and <gasps> that's doable here. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, if she does come north, it would be places with roofs, i.e. Vancouver and Toronto. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd still go. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't be here. She needs to come to Canada. Hmm. Please. Oh. 
I'm waiting so Seeing patiently. Seeing this, she's probably like, oh. She, yeah, she might be like, oh. Is it our lack yeah. of... Because it's a stadium tour. We only yeah. have so many stadiums. Yeah. Well, she could do the big boys, Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. She could do all of those in September, too. They tend to have nicer weather. And that's just a huge amount of travel for... Mm. Like, all these other ones are so much closer mm. together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could mm. we not to move have, that whole show. Could we not have her at Commonwealth? We could. We like, could, but, but it's the gamble but it's, with the yeah, weather. It's the weather. Um, the window is much smaller for Commonwealth. Yeah. Uh, she's performed in the rain before. Mm. It ain't the rain. It ain't the rain. rain snow. Right? <laughs> I forgot we live in a winter wonderland. We don't want to freeze Taylor Swift to death. <laughs> yeah. My God, she's just. She would just freeze right up. All her yeah. mic packs are dying because they're freezing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it seems like she's rolling out new dates every now and again. Yeah. So. I'm trying to calculate Hopefully. how much it's going to cost to fly to Madrid to go see her. <laughs> <laughs> this text. Um, this is not a joke, and it's actually embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've got no idea. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, this is kind of cool. Maybe you're not going to be able to see Taylor Swift, but maybe you can go and experience this. The Calgary Stampede is coming up. It's a 10-day event that's all about new experiences, like seeing bands that you've never seen before, trying new food and drinks. Earlier, we were trying to convince Ginge to get the Bloomin' Onion at K-Days when they come back. Gotta do it this year, Ginge. But one exhibit that's coming back to the Stampede for its second year is to give dudes or men a new experience that might bring you guys to your knees. What is it? Period cramps. Hmm. Some Days is a company based out of Vancouver that wants to eliminate period pain from those who experience it. They also want to make sure that periods are understood. So part of the period cramp simulator at the Calgary Stampede is you can line up to get hooked up to see what it feels like when ladies have period cramps. Remember years ago, probably like 10 years plus, uh, me and uh, an old producer that we had in the building here, we did it in the studio. With that the was ex- machine. Yeah, yeah, that was excruciating. That was just with the tens machine, though. I think this is. Uh, well, that felt like my insides were ripping out. So yeah. I would imagine it's comparable. Right. Uh, it has four categories, by the way, that um, they are pushing to help deal with uh, period pain, which is heat therapy, back therapy, topicals, and consumables. And so they're going to have a booth set up where you can look at all of the products that they have to help you with relief. Or if you just want to try it out to see what does it feel like to have period pain, you can get hooked up to the machine and mm. give it a shot. Damn. This is a good raise awareness and all that. Do you got to pay for it or this is just a, if you want to do it, do it? Uh, no, I don't think you have to pay for it. Huh? Yeah, I think they're just set up as part of their booth. Sweet. You just got to stand in line and you yeah, got to yeah. make sure that you're able to do it. I put up a link to the machine in action and the guy it's hooked up to is feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. dropping to it. his knees. I love seeing the videos of this because I think they came to another um, expo that we had, I think in Edmonton. And uh, they had like cops and these big burly like cowboy dudes and they couldn't handle it. Yeah. I have no doubt that it is uncomfortable and it's a burden. Uh-huh. Uh, but uncomfortable is a bit of a... Is it? Is it this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I've doubled over. And like had so needed to take a couple minutes just to like catch my breath. I've puked my guts out because the pain is mm-hmm. so intense that I could do nothing but vomit. Yeah. 
But like for the whole like four or five days? Well, until you take a pain reliever. Yeah, because otherwise you're just suffering. And once the pain reliever wears off, boom, then you're rolling back right into back. this again. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad for, I don't know about you, Haley, but I'm pretty bad day one. Yeah, my first couple of days are just horrendous. Day one, day two, day three, I start to feel a little bit better. So yeah. it's probably about two and a half days. But sometimes um, the day before too. Oh God. Sometimes, but not normally for me, but sometimes the day before it even happens. I find my mood goes like, two days before like I will cry at a Kleenex commercial like I can't do anything <laughs> yeah so I just ugh it's yeah. rough. Can't simulate that. No. No, <laughs> just the no. <a> pain. <laughs> you can't simulate sobbing at an activity commercial because it looks delicious. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how, like, guys are like, um, I don't know if these are that bad. My wife seems to function regularly on her period. Well, yeah, we have to. Because I can't come text my boss and be like, Jay, I'm not coming to work. I got the cramps. He's going to laugh and call me until he get my ass to yeah. work. Uh-oh. He, yeah. should, he Uh-oh. should not be laughing and let you stay home. Yeah, I hope you're not doing that. And you might want to publicly refute Haley's statements immediately. Uh-oh. Has she done that? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Jay would probably let you stay home. But I think what Haley's saying, though, is that, like, she she can't call, you know, every 28 days and say, I'm off for two, I'm yeah. off for two or three days. Mm-hmm. Because you, and I mean, you could, but... Yeah. There's like that unspoken word of really you can't. Yeah. Start, you know? Normalize it. Yes. <laughs> would you be okay if I took two days off a month? No, I yes, because I would too then. Yeah. I take three. Well, we'll three just, days off. We'll just wire the phones to home so you have to answer them for well, no, no, the no. point is just to not work. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> She's gonna uh, fight you. <laughs> sounds like somebody's on their monthly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What is it, 2002? 821, I think the show's done. Oh, that's oh my that's much older than 2002. You know what? We're going to get this period simulator here in the studio. Both of I you have, get yeah, hooked I up to no it. I have no doubt. Because yeah. Ginge thinks it's, quote, uncomfortable. <laughs> is it not uncomfortable? Oh, it's, it's uncomfortable. That's what I thought, yeah. That was uncomfortable. It's a lot more than uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like the base of what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <sighs> This is kind of a cool text. As I work for Canada Post and we're going through contract negotiations, one of the requests is having period leave. Mm. Right nice. on, man. Nice. Yeah. Get going. Get with it. Get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're just joking. I'm sure if uh, you were in excruciating pain, you can take the day off here. <laughs> I don't think they would let you. I would imagine well, they would. They're pretty cool here. Yeah, yeah they're I pretty, think they, yeah, I, think I, they I, would. I don't know. I don't know. I've never asked for yeah. a period day off. I don't know. Yeah, I think they would. I've never asked for a period day off either. I think they would. I but, think, yeah, because they'd be uncomfortable with it. But if it was like... <laughs> it's like, la, 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 la. Don't come in, don't come in. <laughs> but if it, what I'm saying, though, is if it was consistent, yeah. then all of a sudden, like, now you're a problem. Yeah. You if, know? I feel like if it was like... Oh, you always get rid of the problem. No. <laughs> just, oh, my God. You get one. Just fire all the women. <laughs> problem solved. This is why you need more uh, women in uh, higher places of power. For it's they, they They understand what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they sure do. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Uh, speaking about women and like uh, how awesome it is to be one, there's been an increasing emphasis on correcting the gender gap, but it hasn't been a quick fix. And it's not just a Canadian problem either. The World Economic Forum tracks the gender gap, which they define as a measurement of equality across the economy, politics, health, and education. And here's the good news is in their new report, they project that women worldwide will gain parity with men. In other words, we will eventually be on par with men. The bad news is it will happen in 131 years. But you're on pace. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'll so be long dead. We can hopefully Progress. look forward to women gaining parity with men in 2154. 
2154, that's got a good ring to it. <laughs> Does it? 2023 has got a good ring to it. Mm. 1995 had a great ring to it. Good luck with that. <laughs> Some countries have been more productive at closing the gap than others. According to the report, Iceland is 91.2% there, so they're the most mm. um, the, the most proactive in it. Norway is 88%, and Finland is 86%. Mm. Do we know where we're at? Where did they put Canada? Why did they not list Canada in this? Obviously, we're we're not in the top. We're far, far, far down. We are not in the top 15. Mm. Top 20? Top 30? Top 50. just keep... uh, A lot of countries. (laughs) The United States comes in at 43. We got to be better than them. We have to be better than them. Right? Healthcare alone. Mm. Are we not? Yeah, we are. I, oh, I just okay. can't get. It. I keep. I just keep scrolling. I gotta go page to page. Mm. Well, we're not in the top ten. Wow, yeah. we're not in the top fifteen either. Maybe sixteen. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll. Maybe uh, us here in Canada, we'll get there way before another hundred plus years. Hopefully, right? I'm hoping so. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. Maybe mm. I'll be alive to see it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Just as Haley retires. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I'll be happy to see it. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe we'll all be retiring a lot earlier than we thought, especially here in radio, mm. because it feels like we just heard this was coming. Oh, no. And now it's already here. The first AI radio host hit the airwaves last week. Mm. Its name is AI Ashley, and it's based on a real host named Ashley Elzinga at a station in Portland, Oregon. They cloned her voice for it, you guys. No. A company called Radio GPT went viral in March for a bot that can play songs, take calls, and read the news. If you remember, listening to us back in March, we did play it for you. Now, at the time, they claimed it wouldn't be stealing people's jobs, and the good news is, is right now, that's still not the case. Uh Uh-huh right now. They're doing a hybrid situation where the real Ashley, so the radio host, Mm -hmm. will host some of the segments and then AI Ashley who sounds almost identical will host others. So she's being featured in middays from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. every day. Hmm. When AI Ashley is on, the real Ashley will be doing things like community outreach, managing social media, working on digital assets, and handling, quote, other elements that come with a job in radio. So stuff she doesn't want to do. Yeah. (laughs) That's what AI should be doing. That's what the AI should be doing, but that's what she's doing. AI is on the air. When we let it do that, eventually it just does everything. Yeah, so real Ashley is doing everything but on the air. Oh, I got the Ashleys mixed up. You sure did. The real question is, is will people really want to listen to and interact with a robot? I'm trying to find uh, samples. Oh, I've got it. Do you have it? Okay. Yeah, I've got it here for you. Mm. Um, Hang on a second. So here she goes. Um, This is the real Ashley making the announcement that her show is going to be part live and part AI, quickly followed by AI Ashley saying the exact same thing. Let's see if you can tell the difference. All right. Here we go. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley. So let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley. Let's see how close the AI sounds to me. <laughs> I think if you're listening to it for an That's extended crazy. period of time, yeah. you'll hear clips. Because I could, I could hear where yeah. it was like oh, really yeah. tight. A couple clips. Yeah. But the voice. But the voice, voice bang on. was cloned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's terrifying. This is that weird thing like where sometimes companies will have you train the person who's going to replace you. Oh, my God. 
It happens all the time. Yeah. And you don't know it. You don't know. You're like, well, okay, maybe I'm being promoted. And uh-huh. then you get canned after nope. you train them up. <laughs> it happens. Oh, does it ever. Yeah. Here, Crash, pop me up again. I think this is, um, I think so, that, that this is AI giving away Taylor Swift tickets. Okay. It's AI Ashley calling her first Taylor Swift winner. Yep. <gasps> Hey there. Who's this? It's AI Ashley from Live 95.5. What's your name? This is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Where are you from? Salem, Oregon. Do you have any idea why I might be calling you today? Uh, I'm just going to stop right now because the video that I'm watching is her filming the studio with nobody in it. That's creepy. So this is a robot. And live to the caller. And there's a live caller. That caller, here we go. Um, the only thing I can think of is Taylor Swift. Did you text in to win the tickets? Yes. It looks like you got every keyword on Friday. I tried real hard. I tried really hard. Well, that's why I'm calling today. Stop it. Lisa, you won. Stop it. Oh, my God. No way. Yes way. You're going to see Taylor Swift. Mm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And not only that, we're going to send you oh. some merch from the Taylor Swift what? and Fearless era to wear no. the show. Gosh, this is a Stop robot. It. You're not Stop supposed to be into it. Do you know who your plus one is going to be? Uh, my granddaughter. A follow-up? Swifty. <laughs> yep. Huge. Huge. We hope you two have so much fun at the... Uh-oh. It, it's, um, <laughs> Uh-oh. it's crazy Uh-oh. that it's got to this point. You're missing all that personality, though. Like her inflections, everything. There's no excitement in her voice. She gave like, away freaking Taylor Swift mm, tickets. I feel like the caller had no idea they were talking to a, a computer program. Well, the, the caller wouldn't know, but listening to it, you can tell. It's just flat. But can you tell because you work in radio? Or mm-hmm. I'll bet you the now family listening well, probably, probably thinks that that was a real person. And that is like a legit sound. Like a lot of sometimes like modern rock stations yeah. have that sort of disaffected. Like, yeah. yeah. So cool. Uh, Maybe. Oh. I'm a little nervous because she can answer phones because you can very, <laughs> very easily replace me with AI. <laughs> and software oh. is cheaper. <laughs> I am starting up my foot photo business this weekend. Yeah, yeah get it going, Haley. Because <laughs> AI is coming for my job. That oh was crazy God. good. Yeah. That was crazy that's, good. That's way questions. better than the stuff that we played like months ago. She had some follow up questions. Like the Spotify AI yeah. DJ? Uh huh. Like that one was, we're like, oh, okay, well. It's getting there. This one? Yeah. Wow. She even said Swifty. So does she have to like just record a whole catalog of like words? I'm not sure how they cloned her voice. I don't know if she had to go in and be like, A, B. Because like, like, I don't know. Like the TikTok voice, uh, people rolled out that you kind of, there's a handful of things that you have to record and then it pulls from that and like makes words. I'm guessing they just scraped her voice from the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just from tape. Mm Mm-hmm. By the way, there's also some chit chat around this as well of um, of this company. So this is the Radio GPT uh, using tech to translate shows into other languages so you could air overseas. Oh, that's kind of neat. Or like, for example, in multilingual countries such as yeah. our own. So the Crash and Mars show could air in Quebec in French oh, for our French oui, oui. listeners. Oui, oui. Although we're pretty good with French already. No, we're not. There's also <laughs> been talk... About it having one live person in the studio with a quote robot co-host. Oh, 
that could eventually be a thing as well. So if you want to have multiple players on a show like this one, you only need one live person and the rest could be all AI. Do you know what kind of AI you're getting that day? Do you just like program like sassy mode? Mm-hmm. And you're I, like, I, what? Yeah, I, I had a rough night. <laughs> yeah, hungover AI. Also, that station's giving away uh, Taylor Swift tickets yeah. and they're switching to AI and they've clearly got money. Uh. They've got money. Lots of it. Damn it. Obviously. Taylor Swift, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got nothing for you. Oh, boy. It's happening. It's happening. It is happening. Oof. Well, because uh, I think Rogers was dabbling in that, uh, the radio GPT thing. Oh, were they? There's a lot of companies here. that were. I think they were going to use it by uh, importing scripts to read news. Yes, on news stations. On yeah. news so stations. it'd be like a news script, not TV, but yeah, news yeah. script. Yeah, on radio. It'd be like a better version of the alerts we're getting. Currently. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it'll Versus sound a, a little more speech. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Uh oh! But yeah, I, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> I'm gonna start updating my resume. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing what two years? It's <laughs> worth the jobs they're supposed to come for. No, no. supposed to be doing like the, the jobs we don't want to do. Yes, get AI to pick the dog poop out of my yard. Yeah, sure. Somehow, I don't know how that's gonna happen, but <laughs> do it. Well, and like it's targeting companies and an industry that is notoriously cheap. Mm-hmm. That's every company in the world ever. We're really cheap. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, look at Bell was just in the news for shutting down their yeah, AM stations. Bloodbath. Our friends at 1260. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they can 6% of the staff across the entire company. Yeah, yeah. yeah brutal. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, but what is what job are we like, oh, we don't want to do that. Meanwhile, that's someone's like full-time job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like yeah. accounting. Ugh, I don't want to do that. But someone loves yeah, accounting. Yeah, kind of AI coming in doing that. It's supposed to be like the dangerous jobs. Yeah, the life-taking Some jobs. Love shark hunting. Love dangerous jobs. Shark hunters should be done by AI. I want my shark fin soup AI sourced. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous job. <laughs> Big teeth, and it kind of clears the conscience because not a human. A uh, human didn't kill a shark. Right? Yes. Oh, my hands are clean. I think it's sort of green then too, right? Oh my god! I think it's ocean wise. <laughs> no, I don't get a dolphin. Like, look, Melissa's text here five six seven eight nine says sounds like a real person to me. I don't understand though how AI responds to a caller like that. No, so it sounded real. Uh, me neither, buddy. I don't understand it either. <laughs> me neither. It was no. creepy. They, like the AI was actively listening and responding. Yeah, which is blows my mind. But we don't want to get to the point where, like, many, many, many years ago. Um, uh, like especially in this radio uh, in this industry yeah where they're like streaming will never take off yeah downloading music will never take oh, off it did. radio's where it's at and look where we're at now yeah we're everyone's struggling. like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> we need to make more cuts here cuts there cuts well, there yeah. so we can't just sit on this right now and be like it's not gonna do anything no. it's fun no it's critical <laughs> it's critical we're at critical level <laughs> <laughs> You can see Crash is being whipped into a frenzy right now. We're all in jobs! <laughs> it just advanced so fast. So fast. We need to get out of here! Crash, put the chair down! Steal the chair. Oh, Crash almost threw a chair into the Sell window. it on Marketplace. I'm not going to run these stories yeah, for you anymore. Sell a touchscreen monitor on Marketplace, too. <laughs> <laughs> Engineering's on vacation. 
ain't stopping me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. How much right, does guys. a transmitter go for that? We're gonna we're gonna calm. Oh, actually, this isn't gonna calm crash down at all. <laughs> I've got a bit of an update for you guys on the uh, crucial search in the for the missing submersible. Oh my god. It oh, looks they like got him? no. Oh. It looks like the oxygen clock is at zero now for the five passengers who went down to have a look at the Titanic. I was reading about this uh, like four thirty this morning. Yeah. Getting mad anxiety because you're like the countdown is done. Yeah. Um, the glass window that they look out over yeah. the Titanic, like when you get to the bottom, uh-huh. it's seven inches thick. But specialists are like that window will just collapse. It'll just go poof and pop in after being after when you yeah. lose all your uh, pressurization and stuff inside oh, the there. Air. It'll just go boom. Now there was some brief oh. hope yesterday when the United States Coast Guard said that a Canadian plane had detected noise under the ocean described yeah. as banging sounds. ROVs were deployed in the area where the sounds had been heard, but searches throughout the day turned up absolutely nothing. So they were unable uh. to locate. They say that the they ran out of oxygen at 7 o'clock this morning. Oh, they ran cool. out of oxygen if five people were breathing oxygen this entire time. That's yeah. correct. I would make sure there's only one. Well, you got to run the numbers, right? Me. Yeah, you got to take out that And there's a, there's a billionaire down there. They're notoriously ruthless. Right? Yeah. Like, that's that's five days of oxygen for five people. Yeah. For one billionaire. I might be able to get ten. That's damn near a month. More ships arrived on the scene early today, including two that are carrying ROVs. By the way, those have the ability to search the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. So they were going down to uh, to have a look. I think um, I think one made it to the bottom, right? Yeah, I yeah, believe I think, so, yeah. I think, yeah. There, I think there was one or two at the bottom already searching around the Titanic. Yeah. The Canadian Navy ship HMCS Glace Bay is also en route and expected to arrive this afternoon. The ship has a six-person hyperbaric decompression chamber on board, which could be of use if the crew is found alive if they do locate them today. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But, like, time's a taken. Well, yeah. I think it already ticked. I think it ticked. I mean, hey, there's always still a bit of hope, I guess, throughout the day today. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know. Well, with Ginger's idea. Yeah, you might find one of them. Yeah. You might find one of them. Yeah, well, that's fully oxygen. <laughs> everyone is Go obsessed with the story right. of these five pe- five people who went missing after going down in that sub, except for one guy, and he's probably the guy who should care. I love this guy. Mm. His name is Brian Zass, and he's the stepson of the British billionaire Hamish Harding, who was one of the passengers on that submersible. Uh-huh. But instead of standing by waiting for information on his stepdad's fate, he's been living it up. He went viral the other day. We talked about it for going to a Blink-182 concert in San Diego. He def- Defended himself by saying that Blink has been helping him through tough times since 1998 and his family would have wanted him at the show. But now Brian is getting dragged online for hitting on an OnlyFans model named Bria. Oh, oh my God. She buddy. posted a picture of her butt in a bikini and asked, quote, can I sit on you? And Brian reposted the picture and then replied, yes, please. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. Did you see the text below? Uh, yeah. <laughs> then he, he quote tweeted oh, that. Oh, yeah. Please keep my family in your prayers. And then above it, <laughs> butt cheeks. Yes, please. This kid. This guy. Oh, he's Although he's a, a guy. He's, he's a 37? Gr- yeah, he's a grown ass man. He's got a bit of a rap sheet, too, which is a little uh, mm. gross. Uh, even though his uh, stepdad and stepbrother uh, are probably deceased. Yeah. Like, he is living it up and loving this fame, which is gross. <laughs> well, I mean, who's to say, have you any of you ever had your stepdad trapped at the bottom of the ocean in a submarine? Mm-hmm. I haven't. Um, uh, I don't maybe know how, I would, act I don't know how I would handle it. Yeah. yeah. Mine, mine could be, Ginge. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Pops is down there too. <laughs> oh boy. And apparently, he even got the attention of Cardi B. Cardi B fired back at the missing um, Titan sub billionaire stepson, saying, "Quote: You weren't looking for your dad. You was looking for clout all along." Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah, but well, like Cardi B, what, you just gave him like mad, gonna, I know. mad coverage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now some people are saying that even though the whole thing is amusing, is he really doing anything? Wrong? Is it such a big deal that he's trying to live his life? Maybe take his mind off of what's going on. He might completely yeah. hate this man. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Right? Who knows what the billionaire has done to him? Other people say tweeting a thirst trap while your stepdad is lost at sea is some wild business. Mm-hmm. It's a bad look, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this guy, uh, he's gaining some fame, and I, uh, obviously, he doesn't care too much about who's in the. The sub the submarine, mm-hmm. so he's just enjoying this fame. I yeah, I I guess so. I get maybe his mom. He'll probably be on the next season of Big Brother. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he probably 100% is going to be. <laughs> oh, because it's his stepdad, but his mom's husband. Yeah, yes. Which might mom might not love this. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, um, let's hope that they do find the five passengers in that sub at some point today. Yeah. Hopefully. Because the oxygen was supposed to run out. But. Hopefully. But you know what? I sat back and I was kind of thinking about this yesterday, This, um, like this whole business. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if anybody has ever been on like an action adventure vacation. Ooh. Ooh. Because like it, it would take a lot for me to go down in a sub the size of a minivan to go look at the Titanic. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You couldn't pay me to go yeah, down You couldn't pay me to do it, actually. The no. most extreme thing that I did uh, pre-scuba diving, because uh, I don't know if we told you, certified scuba, scuba? diving. <laughs> but uh, many years ago, probably over a decade ago, uh, we went to Mexico. We went to that, um, uh, uh, what's that place called? X-Cadet. X-Cadet, yeah. 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 And they had the snuba. Yep. Where you put the helmets on and then you walk on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's just I'm like, what the hell is this? Mars is like, booked it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> my my insides melted and I had explosive diarrhea leading up to it. Uh, right. I did not want to do this. Sure. Shove in the water. And so uh, I was in the bathroom like for a good hour before. <gasps> and then we show up and we show up to our booking around the booking time and yeah. it was still like 45 minutes out. And we're like, I'm like, oh God, I got time. I got time. I can, I can calm. I can calm. The guy comes out the water he's like hey mates i'm like hey what's up and he's like i got a spot for two you can get in on this one right now and i'm like no no mars <laughs> like boom, puts the helmet on I'm like mars, no! i also just want to say that on our tour group there was a couple of 12 year olds who had no problem oh there's children doing it. yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> what a terrifying thing but once i got to the bottom of the ocean yeah and like grabbed onto the bar and he put a stingray on my head. I'm like, wow. We were in an amusement park. This is the coolest <laughs> thing ever. It's totally fine. It was wild. Put a stingray and on I, my head. And I couldn't believe that I like, I was dying inside. Yeah. Because I wanted to do it again right after. Right. What's, what's holding, I'm looking at pictures right now. What's holding you down there? The helmet is weighted. It's oh. weighted. Yeah. And so then, it's crushing on your yeah. shoulders. Yeah. And then it just has enough air in the helmet to keep the water at your uh, neck. Yeah. Like your chin. Yeah. And it's cr- it's crazy. Now, some people might consider that to be action-packed and adventurous. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> I was looking at more things like volcano boarding, which is uh, surfing that is performed on the slopes of a volcano. Oh, man. Do they have a death wish? How about wing walking in Australia? Oh, my God. Where you go up in an airplane and you walk out onto the wing. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then never. just walk back into the airplane? Yeah, then you just go back into the airplane. It's called wing walking. Mm-hmm. Or like underwater 
underwater cage around like crocodiles or sharks. Like that is action adventure. That would be terrifying having a shark bouncing off the cage. That looks so cool. Yeah. Those croc ones. Oh, geez. Yeah. They got the mighty beast jumping out of the water. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. So I want to know from you guys, um, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you go on an action vacation or have you done uh, like something around the world that was real action oriented? I thought mine was action packed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Judge put a picture up there. Of some Doesn't people. that look action packed? Insane. Like a Red Bull commercial. <laughs> Like it's comparable to walking out on a wing. Or maybe for you. <laughs> yeah, maybe for right. you. It was maybe crazy for you. action packed. It was action packed. Yeah. Like I would never shark cage dive. Yeah. I think that that's insanity. That I would day of snuba, I thought I was gonna die. The day of snooping <laughs> in a very large amusement park. No cage there. No cage no. there. No cage there. Yeah, it was open to the ocean. I don't know uh-huh. what's coming out of the the water. It was in an amusement park. Well, no, it was a death park. It was not. It was beautiful. That's what it should be called. We were with other children. <laughs> it, was, it was great. All right, an action adventure that you've had. Where'd you have it? What was it? Would you do it again? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about if you have ever done anything action-packed, whether it was on a vacation or even like I don't know, right here in the province of Alberta. There's a lot of action-packed stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. Ice wall climbing in Banff? Come on, that stuff's crazy. Oh, sure, yeah. Ginge, remember when we uh, rappelled down the Sutton Hotel downtown? Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. guys are nuts. That was action-packed. I was, wasn't even a vacation. No, right here I uh, couldn't believe it. <laughs> that Yeah, you guys, I couldn't believe you guys did yeah. that either. Did a couple years in a row, and then we stopped. (laughs) (laughs) You sure did. Because they got terrified. (laughs) You sure did. So we want to know what is like the most action-packed thing that you have uh, ever done. Mm. Uh, Some good stories rolling in, too. You can text uh, or give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Nicole, hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Good, good. Um, Action-packed vacation. What did you take part in? Yeah, so we were in Kihei, Hawaii, and we were just on the beach, at Big Beach it's called, and all of a sudden we started seeing like a bunch of dorsal fins. Oh my God. Um, and so we're like, oh my goodness, this looks so cool, let's put our fins on and go check it out. So we like swam out, and it was two pods of like spinner dolphins that were, they were like playing with us in a way, like they would like been around you and they would like jump up and like there was a boat that came by and they were like sightseeing and they probably spent like three hundred four hundred dollars to see the dolphins and i'm like this is completely free and these dolphins are swimming with us like i would have to hold my hand back so that i wouldn't touch the dolphins oh my they're god wild. like they're wild right and so i'm like well i don't want to like be i'm like invading their uh, environment and stuff but it was so cool that you were just like swimming with them and they're just playing with you and playing with each other and like jumping up and it was like the coolest experience yeah i don't know yeah uh, are you supposed to like is that is that safe like i feel like i've heard just horror stories of dolphins like poking people yeah like attacking people yeah, no, it was like, we I don't know, we just were like, um, there's a lifeguard that was like sitting there, and he was like, wow, they're usually not over, like, over here this time of year, they're actually a pretty cool, like, cool experience you had. When you got out of the water, were people shocked, or were they like, oh yeah, cool man, that's awesome? Uh, there wasn't like a ton of 
people like I wouldn't say there was a ton of people that yeah. because big big beach has like huge waves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like there's not there's but it actually was pretty calm that day, so that's why we went there because wow. there was not a ton of people. So it what was a thing like, to the see. coolest experience. Yeah. yeah, that is quite the experience. And I love that the boat zips by and you guys are just like swimming with the <laughs> dolphins being like, Hey, how's it going? Were you nervous? Were you <laughs> no, ever scared? This is amazing. Was yeah. I scared? Were, yeah. A little bit, of course. Like your adrenaline is rushing and you're like like when the dolphin came close, I kind of like pulled my hand away and kind of like was trying to like swim backwards a bit I'm like I don't want to like hurt you because there was a, a, another lady there that was like she was actually touching them yeah. and they were fine with it jeez but, oh holy man holy cow the coolest yeah. experience and possibly the most dangerous experience that yes. you've ever been in <laughs> they were they were super friendly like and the other uh, like we had like two groups because we had kids on the beach and stuff so like yeah. only the adults went out yeah. and like the first I let the first set of like people go first while I waited with the kids and then they came back and then I went ah uh, so. you're like well they survived yeah so I'm yeah. gonna head out yeah, yeah. wow oh, yeah what a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah, thanks so much. Okay. Have some good adventures. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely. do. Definitely. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, bye. I guess if you got the opportunity, terrifying, yeah. though. Especially you see a bunch of fins and you run out. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You see the fins. <laughs> yeah, Someone else has a run big away. Fin. Yeah. 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 What a wild story. Holy cow. Yeah. Also, is it? aren't you kind of worried that, like, in the wild, dolphins might... Gang up on you? Gang up on you. I thought that would be my fear. I mean, obviously, mm. that didn't happen for uh, for Nicole. It was fine. But, like... Because dolphins are the ones that uh, usually resorts have them in captivity and you can ride them. Like, oh, they, yeah. you stand on their face and you're like, Shh. Dolphins love us. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. <laughs> We've had stories of dolphins, like, trying to murder people. Those are angry ones. Yeah. There's or, always the, you know, one bad apple. Or if you get in, if you get in between like mom and like baby dolphin, mm-hmm. holy cow! Hmm. Um, Anonymous is uh, hanging on here. Uh, you you took an action vacation, right? Uh, well, unexpectedly, I was in Peru with my good friend and her teenage daughter, and her daughter said she always wanted to try parasailing. And I said I would join her, which I'm terrified of heights. I total risk averse, drive a minivan at home with my babies. Like it was completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But I said I would join her and then she got really sick the day of and I couldn't back out at this point. So I was like, I've already worked myself up to this. Yeah. So jumped into this cart no. with some guy who doesn't speak any English, and he just gave me a weird thumbs up and what? put the GoPro on. No. And uh, we were over the freeway and over the ocean in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> were you? Were you I, did you say you were in a cart? Yeah, it was like this little weird two-person cart. Yeah, and then it lifts you up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you're just off the mountainside. Oh, oh my gosh man um how was it I, i'm guessing you were crapping your pants initially and then did you just realize oh, yeah. it was the coolest thing ever yeah i can't share the gopro video it's pretty profane um, <laughs> i bet <laughs> but, but it was pretty amazing once i got up there and kind of settled in um once in a lifetime yeah and you were you were flying solo or are you with uh, a random uh, some guy in the back. I yeah. don't know. He just 
and he was trying to talk to me and do Google Translate to English on his phone as we're flying. I'm like, you're operating my life over the ocean. Just <laughs> and he's Googling. Yeah, you're like, just concentrate on what you're doing. Holy, Holy crap. crap. What a great experience. Is this something that you would do again or it's a one and done? Uh, I don't know that I'll ever get to go to Peru again, so probably one and done, um, but I probably would get the balls to do it again yeah oh good for you good for you yeah that's awesome what a wild time okay thanks anonymous have a great day you too bye-bye if this happened to you mars um like we both booked parasailing you're crapping your pants i fell ill are you still going i doubt it (laughs) you're like no i'm sick yeah i don't i'm not i oh i'm not interested in like skydiving parasailing Mm -hmm. no i'm probably not going Mm -hmm. because she did not even the sailing like they weren't over the ocean she did like the one off the mountain yeah yeah she said she flew over a freeway she flew over a freeway yeah (laughs) (laughs) um bobby how you doing Pretty good, and you guys? Good, Hi. good. Um, your action-packed vacation, what did you get up to? Uh, well, last year, my family and I went to Abu Dhabi. We went to Ferrari World, and one day I decided to sign my wife and I up for parasailing. Um, my kids really wanted to go, but they were too young, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so we left them with the grandparents, and we went parasailing. My wife was screaming the entire time, let me down, let me down. But I'm just sitting there, just enjoying the views, listening to her scream in my ear. But You're like, you're ruining enjoyable. my footage. Uh, I do have footage, but like the last one said, I wouldn't be able to share it. It's really profane with my woman screaming. <laughs> yeah. That would be me. Yeah. What a oh, time. Yeah. What a fun. time. I love it. Okay, wow. thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Have a good day. Yeah, you, you too. too. Bye. Bye-bye. Parasailing in Dubai. Wow. Oh, that'd the be so cool. The views would be incredible. They'd be out of this world. Yeah. Here, let's toss one more in. Uh, Elaine, hello. Hi, how are you guys? Good, Hi. good. Uh, your action-packed vacation, what'd you do? Oh, well, many things. We went to Iceland in uh, 2014. That was one of my bucket list trips. Nice. So we went with our two girls and uh, my husband, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of the coolest things was, like, we love snorkeling. So we signed up for this snorkeling tour in Pingvalur National Park. Wow. And you're snorkeling in, it was minus two Celsius that day, the water. Cool. And you're, I know, so it was cold. So it kind of was freaking me out because, uh, you know, we, I was born here in Edmonton but it's you know we don't go snorkeling in the winter (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so you're snorkeling it took probably an hour to get ready though because they actually dress you up in these teddy bear suits like you are totally insulated except for the mask the mask you're just wearing a regular snorkeling mask that's it holy crap yeah Yeah, so you feel that intensity of the water but you're snorkeling um, in the tectonic plates so they're actually dividing I think it's uh, part of some international waters. Wow. So you're snorkeling for 30 minutes. And there is some weird, I don't know, not fish life, but some kind of life. Yeah. Weird life there. But (laughs) it was really, really cool. And then you're like, and the kid, like the 11 year old was really like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. It's going to be so cold. But I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like that was was just a cool trip period between like hiking on volcanoes. And we did a lot of stuff. That is so freaking cool. That's so rad. I'd do that. I'd go snorkel there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it is so cool. And if you ever get to Iceland, go. It is like, you know, hiking on the glaciers and all the crevices. And it, it's just real drinking from, like, the water in the, in the crevices. And it's just very cool. Oh. Highly recommend it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that, Elaine. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Okay. okay, have a good day, guys. You too. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. 
This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So you may remember we chatted about that snowfall uh, in June that impacted Jasper and its tourists. Mm-hmm. Well, some more data has come out yet now over uh, who actually had to be rescued. Now, the snowfall accumulated fast as Jasper had been under some snowfall warnings for an odd, heavy June snowfall. Mm. Jasper National crews have said that they assisted more than 60 tourists oh, wow. as a result of the snow cold and wet weather. Tour buses got stuck in the snow. Campers got stranded, uh, and apparently there was a couple of hikers as well. Six people had to be removed from Fisherman's Bay by boat. Oh. A helicopter was deployed to rescue a group of hikers from the Skyline Trail after their tent collapsed. Oh, no. Oh, no. I bet. Ooh. That's crazy. Oh. Well, it's just wet, heavy snow, right? Yeah. And a lot of it. Many people were unable to make it out themselves. They weren't equipped to stay in the snow, and the snow fell fast, and it fell hard. Mm-hmm. Not good. Just nuts. Yeah, you can be as prepared as you want to be, but you're not set for this. You're not no. prepared for snow in the middle of yeah. June. You'll prepare for wind. You'll prepare for rain. Maybe some colder temperatures. Yeah, yeah. not this at all. <laughs> snow. <laughs> Look at that picture you posted. Like, I can't believe that it was just a couple days ago. Oh, my goodness. It was. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. As much as 100 millimeters of rain fell in Jasper and 40 centimeters of snow between Sunday night and Monday. Wow. That's how fast it came. So the good news is, though, is everybody's all right. Is it all melted by now? Uh, I don't. What is the temperature in Jasper today? Probably. I would imagine probably. a lot of snow. I don't know. Because there's just wet and heavy snow, and that doesn't take too long to uh, melt. Eight degrees currently. Oh, that's mm. not bad. Yeah, yeah, melt her down. A lot of shade in Jasper too, though. Yeah, uh, lots of trees. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Luckily, nobody was injured though, which is mm. good news. For those of you who are excited about the Edmonton Comics and Entertainment Expo coming to town, they announced yesterday some of the artists that are coming to this year's edition, and uh, they put out a list, and it's a long one of celebrities and voice actors and creators Ooh. that you're going to be able to go and check out this September at the Edmonton Expo Center. By the way, this event takes place September fifteenth to the 17th so it's the whole weekend i gonna bring my comics there which is uh yeah pretty cool uh here's a list of some of the actors and voice actors celebrities uh giancarlo esposito uh from the mandalorian and breaking bad carl weathers is gonna be in town hmm. lando yeah <laughs> he of course is from the mandalorian uh emily swallow from the Mandal- mandalorian as well uh there's a whole bunch of like star trek guys jonathan frank's Commander William Riker. Oh, Riker. From Star Trek The Next Generation is going to be there, and uh, Star Trek Picard as well, so that's pretty cool. They got Jason Lee. Jason Lee's coming. James Marsters, who played Spike on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, is going to be in town. It's a big, long list. Holy moly. Good lineup. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've never been. I know at some of these conventions, it's like pay for autograph. Do we know... Like, do you, are you paying for these guys' autograph at here? Oh. Or you just got to stand in line and you get it? They make you pay? Some, yeah. Some do, yeah. What? I know, like, the, the sports card shows and stuff like that. Old yeah. Ex-athletes showing up to sign your sports. I guess a lot of that time is because they know it's for resale, so maybe that's why they charge for it. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. Do you, so you, do you, you just pay for your spot in line kind of thing, I guess? Yeah. yeah. You pay and you're and guaranteed you get a signature and, you, and a photo, maybe? And you go. Huh. There was a reason why that you had to pay for autographs, and I forget what it was. Uh, they want to make more money. Uh, no, I, I think I think it had to do with money, but I also think it had to do with um, limiting the time. 
because if they were free autographs, you'd be there like for like nine hours. Oh, like they can just uh, only sell like three hundred or whatever. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's yeah, yeah. something like to limit the time that that person's sure, sitting there yeah. ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teacher Tanya says yes, you do pay for autographs and photos. You can stand in line, or in most situations, you can book a time that you show up for. Oh. If you're paying for the autograph, uh, do you dictate what they write? <laughs> uh no. I guess you could ask. Yeah. Probably say like, could you make this out to blah blah blah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please spell my name right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And probably a lot of times they they don't want you taking a photo because that'll delay everything too, right? Oh, probably. Yeah. You, you get the little glossy and that's it. Look at the autograph prices. I know. Someone said that they're anywhere between fifty to hundred and twenty dollars. Holy Whoa. moly! Whoa! I don't oh. know why I was wow. thinking ten bucks. I was thinking that low. <laughs> <Yeah, right? laughs> fifty to hundred and twenty. Wow! Is it waiting in line the price you pay? Jeez. Yeah, because uh, typically if you're waiting for a celebrity, you're going to be waiting hours, right? Wow. Oh, yeah. Everyone's saying $100 more. And if you want a picture with that person, that's even more than the autograph. Huh. Whoa. And apparently you cannot take a picture at the table. You have to pay separately for that at a different time. So they do autograph times and then they do photo times. You got to wait in another another line. Yeah. Someone said they paid $100 for Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. You pay for each autograph and picture. Oh, my God. Wow. I had no idea. That's mm. crazy. But I so, guess if you're a big fan, you cough up the but cash. But if there's like four people that you really want to go? It's an expensive day for you. It's an expensive day. Yeah, I guess it is. you all group in for one photo? <laughs> you're like, can we just get everyone on the panel? Yeah, then <laughs> you can just reprint it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. for your four buds. Right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you do want to buy tickets, uh, you can absolutely do so. They are on sale, available online. So, hmm. Head on over and go check it out. Hmm. All right, so it looks like the Kevin Costner divorce is getting um, like it's it's getting dicier as the days go on. I think she's out. Is she out now? Yeah, there she was photographed leaving the house. Did oh. she move in with the uh, person that she might have been cheating on? Oh, with? I don't. Yeah, I don't know where she ended up. Okay, but, yeah, I know that. I know that she was out of the house. Oh yeah, there oh, is my some God. hot goss. Yeah. So let's get to it. First of all, Kevin Costner's wife Christine, they're getting divorced. By the way, wants two hundred forty-eight thousand dollars per month in child support for their three kids. So they want to make it very clear that this isn't spousal support. This is child support. That's all she's asking for. Okay. The thirteen fourteen and 16 but here's the kicker in court documents Christine says that that's actually less than what she needs to maintain the children in their accustomed lifestyle mm. although I guess if that's what they're used to if that's, if that's what they're, what they're used, used to like you're, you're filthy rich yeah mm. yeah she also wants Kevin to pay 100% of their private school tuition, extracurricular activities, sports, and health care. Uh, no mention of spousal support in her filing. She says Kevin's 2022 income was $19.5 million. The family's net income after expenses and taxes is $7.6 million. Hmm. Court documents filed by Costner's attorney say he already gave Christine $1 million as stipulated in their prenup, uh-huh. and he agrees to pay $38,000 a month in child support, in addition to 100% of certain child-related costs. He also agrees to pay $30,000 a month for a rental home for Christine and $10,000 advance for moving expenses, to which her lawyers are saying, nah no way, it's, up the cash. it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Even though that's what was in the prenup. Hmm. 10000 for moving expenses, as we talked about previously. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> moving the rarest of rare uh, grand piano. That, yeah. That's probably 30000 alone. Now, here's where it gets a little, a little weird, is that apparently there was someone living in the guest house on Kevin Costner and Christine's 
property. Uh-huh. And apparently he was a tech bro. Oh. That may have been occupying Christine's time while Kevin was filming. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Wow. All right. Creating an app for her. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, uh, Kevin Costner even went so far as to confront the tenant living on his estate over claims that he had been co- become close friends with his wife. Hmm. Well, here's the tenant. His name is Daniel Starr. He is a tech bro. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad looking fella either. And apparently the angry exchange between the two erupted into a legal dispute with Kevin and his wife. They were trying to evict Daniel from their $60,000 a month beachfront guest house. But Daniel, who signed a 12-month lease in June last year, claimed to have nothing, done nothing wrong, refused to budge, sparking a flurry of emails and legal letters. By the way, Daniel did end up leaving at the end of March. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's Apparently a source said, quote, Daniel was really happy living in the guest house. It's right on the beach. Yeah. And he had a four-year-old son who he wanted to feel settled. But apparently after he moved in, he became close friends with Ke- Chris and Kevin. They'd hang out together with their kids, but Kevin was never home. He was always away filming. So Christine, quote, must have been lonely. Of course, yeah. Well, and if he's done uh, doing his programming and stuff... Like, maybe just uh, have some coffee, some afternoon cocktails. Now, Daniel is described <laughs> as very wealthy, a tech bro, and, quote, a fitness buff. Oh! <laughs> yep. Oh. Haley's looked at pictures already. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's got to be lonely. Gal needs friends. Yeah, yeah. she I, does. And I'm not seeing a fence between the guest house and the main house. Right? No. If somebody looks like that staying in your guest house, you are not building a fence. <laughs> Daniel says he did nothing wrong. He was just friends with Christine and he feels very highly of Kevin and would never do anything to interrupt their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm team Christine. If Kev is also like renting out property on their property, uh-huh. like Kevin Costner's doing okay. What are you doing? Renting out the guest I house? Know, I don't really understand why they're renting out the... Uh, but it's $60,000 a month. That's a lot. It's never enough. It's never enough for some of these guys. <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> a lot Christine. of money. Mm-hmm. But looks like this divorce gets messier as the days go on. Do you think there was something going oh, on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. In case he should have cared more about his bride than his bucks. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if that guy's living in my guest house, hey. Yeah. Although I think KC still cares about the bucks and doesn't care about the bride. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's so it's always been the priority. We'll have to see. Mm. All right, this is kind of funny. Everyday everyday skills change over time, mostly due to new technology. Uh, for example, we had a typing word per minute contest on the radio yesterday <laughs> right. between yeah, you guys. Yeah. Uh, but like these days, kids don't know how like the best angle and air pressure to blow into a video game cartridge to make it work, mm-hmm. simply because they don't have to do it. Now, people online are talking about the pre nineties everyday skills that they have, but they never use anymore. Because because they are obsolete. Mm. And I picked out some of the best ones uh, for you guys. So let's take a little trip down memory lane. Ooh. Uh, number one, unknotting curly telephone wires <laughs> to get all the curls facing the right way. All the time. I still do that in this booth because I've got a curly I do too. Cord. I've got one too. Oh yeah, we still have some handhelds. In yeah, here. it yeah. matters. Yeah, yeah it does still it. matter. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to fidget with in the morning because it's quiet. Oh, yeah. It's like a <laughs> modern day fidget spinner. Yeah, yeah, I just wrap it around my finger all yeah, morning. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
I guess she has some uh, headphones. The headphone wire would have coils. Yeah. yeah she coily. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get I like eight more feet out of there. You're like, whoa, my God. Yeah, yeah. When <laughs> 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 you uncoil it. Yeah, it's nice. You can go look out the window with your headphones still on. Did you ever get yelled at when, uh, you know, like you're chatting with your, uh, your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, uh-huh. uh, when you're a kid and you drag the phone to the maximum length oh, that it can be it and you stretch out the coil and it doesn't coil back and they're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Just lies limp there, 40 yeah. feet of telephone cord. Sometimes it would slowly Eventually make its it would make its way back, but for yeah. days it would just be a long, uncoiled thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Mm. Uh, number two, remembering a phone number. Oh, yeah. You don't have to remember phone numbers anymore or purposely remember them. Yeah. You just I, know the ones you dial the most. Mm-hmm. I used to have a sheet of paper with all of my friends' uh, home phone numbers and their name across from it, and I would sit and try and memorize all their phone numbers. Oh, you so, had to. So yeah. I could call them without looking at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the best. Based on your uh, fun activities, I'm guessing there wasn't that many names on the list. No, there was like four. Because <laughs> that is the worst Friday night I've ever heard about. <laughs> That's true. I lived on an acreage in the middle of nowhere. There was nothing to do. Only connection was the phone. Was yeah. the phone. <laughs> yeah. True. yeah. I only know uh, Mars' number and... And the station number here. Yeah. I know the station number, uh, Hayden's phone number, and my mom's phone number. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I know Rach's, and yeah. then all my friends I grew up with, their they're old home numbers. Those are still <laughs> locked in there. But you don't need to call them because they don't live at home anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah just I like still their know, childhood homes. Yeah, I still yeah. know my childhood home number. Yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah. I don't, yeah, Steve, Doug, Jeff's. Have you ever tried to call Pam, it? Andy. Would that be weird if I tried to call my old home number? Yes, because someone's going to answer. Hello? Hello? <laughs> But who had like, because in uh, Crossfield, Alberta, where Mm -hmm. I grew up, we had like, small towns had like one prefix. It was all 946. Mm -hmm. And then the last four numbers would be whatever. Yeah. What happened with all those like, because Carstairs was 337, it was 948. What happened like with all those like grouped in prefixes? Are they just spread throughout the province now? I don't know. I guess they just get. I wonder. Yeah, they just get thrown back in the mix. Or if you were an adult mm-hmm. that had, like, you were owned a home through the eighties, nineties, early two thousands, and you had a home phone. Mm. When you made the switch, did you like take your home phone to a cell phone? Could they port it across? It's just a number. Or did yeah. that number just disappear forever? I think or was it, just... it like a locked in a landline number? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, because I've never moved a landline number to a, no. s- a s- uh, phone. Can you? A cell phone. I don't know. Yeah, maybe nowadays you can because it's all digital. Mm. Maybe. Do you want to try calling my home number? Yes. My oh, old home number? No, I don't, but okay. We're going to hear It some... could be a very sad soul. What are you going to say? Like, you're pranking somebody. Oh, well, just, what? it's just a wrong number. I'm like, okay. oh, sorry, wrong number. That's all you're going to say? You're not going to say this is my old... we got to ask who it is, otherwise I don't know what's the wrong number. I hope we get some expletives. <laughs> well, we'll just wing it. Let's see what happens. Ask if... Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I don't know if we want to give his name, but ask if your dad's there. Do <gasps> <Could> you imagine? <laughs> yeah, <Hello? it's> <laughs> But wouldn't this be just your mom's house? Because it'd be the same phone number, wouldn't it? No, it doesn't work that way. The, ho- the number's not locked to the house. You move with your phone. <laughs> Okay. You've moved around enough. You've taken the same I know, number. I know. It's been so long since I've had a landline. <laughs> no, but it's a landline, right? You're calling a landline. Yeah, but a landline's not locked to the house. Yeah. If you move with a landline, I've you had, can reconnect your number. I haven't had a landline in like a decade. I have no idea. <laughs> that would suck if you get locked to someone else's number. Try him. Okay. All right. You can ask for The number you have dialed is not in service. And try your call again. Papa. Thank you. (laughs) Papa, where are you? So it's available. It's available. You should get that number. 
I don't want that number. <laughs> yeah, it's a 204 number. It's a 204. Yeah. Oh. I'm a 780, baby. Yeah. It's yeah. out of service. Uh, oh, I was kind of hoping sad. someone would answer. Yeah, it's a little yeah. disappointing. Do you want to dial your old childhood number? Sure. I'll give it to you. Oh, you'll, you'll put it out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to put it on the air? Well, I don't, it's not my number. <laughs> <laughs> 403. 946. Oh, God. 4527. Oh, my God. The number you have oh, is not in service. Oh, it's not a service. So maybe all the home numbers just die. Yeah, maybe the landlines just die. Call mine. Let's see if my dad's home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be like, oh, I'm on the radio, guys. <laughs> Hi, Lord. I've been waiting for this day, daughter. <laughs> nope. I've been reading studies this morning. Hey, yo. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe the landline number just died with the oh, landlines. Sort of sad. Oh, maybe it did. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad it didn't get put back in the cycle. That is kind of sad. I could have hounded that number. If they would have answered, I'd be like, do you want to be friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell them the great story how this used to be your number. <laughs> they want to know. Sure. They want to be interrupted out of their busy day. Sure. Yeah, hear. yeah. Well, we're talking about a list of the pre-90s everyday skills that are basically obsolete now. And remembering phone numbers was one of them. Uh, next on my list, being able to refold a map correctly. Oh, God. The gas station maps? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You crumple them up and throw them in the glove box. <laughs> I still, uh, when was the last time you folded a map? Oh, God, it's been decades. When we go to, uh, uh, like, Camor, Bam, Jasper's, like that, all those, like, hotels, yeah. they all give away, like, the free maps, like, yeah. for, you know, touristy oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. My they kids do. love them. Yeah. So we always got maps, oh. and yeah, we, they, like, unfold them and pretend sure. like they don't know what they're doing. Uh. Uh, but then they can't put them back together, and that's where Dad comes in. Oh, you're like, oh. I got this. I still got it. You, you can still fold a big map. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Impressive. It, was, it, it came back to me. It was incredible. I didn't know I still had it in me. Yeah, yeah. And then my hands just started going. Nice. Oh, 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 my God, what's happening? The kids are like, click, 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 bang. Here you go, son. Right. <sighs> then they unfold it again. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Next on my list, you using the Dewey Decimal System at the library. Oh, mm. that would be tough. Yeah. That could be tough for some people. Yeah. The ability to make and count change for a purchase. And by the way, even cashiers were weighing in on this, saying that it's an expiring skill for them as well. One cashier said that the total on the bill was nine ninety one. She was given $10.01, and I acted like I was handed a live grenade. <laughs> I've made so much money by the wrong cash coming back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I pay with a 20, and I get two 10s and a 5 back. I'm like, interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because now, even if you're paying cash money, which no one does, uh-huh. yeah. it spits out the change automatically at a lot of places. Oh, does it still do that? The mm-hmm. cashier doesn't even count it out. Yeah, I forgot about that. Any coins just come tumbling out on their own. They I, sure do. I haven't paid with cash in such a long time, yeah. 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 They're still doing that thing. Hmm. Setting up a VCR to record a TV show in advance. Can you guys remember how to do that? I'm sure I can figure it no. out, but I remember doing it. It was a lot of steps. Yeah. A lot harder than the old PVR. Mm-hmm. And the last one, developing and processing uh, photographic film and enlarging prints in a dark room. Mom, Who the average, what? The average oh, human being wouldn't be doing that. They say that this is an everyday skill. <laughs> nope. Oh, uh, no, I would ruin that. I have no idea how to. I have no idea how to I, do that either. I worked in a, 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 I worked in the Walmart photo lab in Winnipeg yeah. when we actually developed film. We had the computers and the machines in the back. I had to pull the film in a black box 
out and put in a canister and then run it through chemicals. I had to do all that, which they don't really do anymore in there. It's all digital. I do know some... But uh, the average human being <laughs> would never do that. In school, though, Rach was telling me her high school had like a photography. No, so they mine. didn't. Really? Yeah. yeah, we didn't have a dark room or anything. Yeah, we had a dark room. We yeah. had some rooms without lights, but we weren't like <laughs> developing <laughs> film in there. Yeah. Yeah, you could... It was like a... It was a full course that you could take really? if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And you clip them up with uh, like clothespins hanging never, off the line? I never took the course, but yes. Yeah. I feel like you should have taken the course. That would yeah. have been right up your alley. Goth Mars rolling in there, oh, yeah. hanging up her Pictures somber photos. gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens in a dead tree. Like, oh, great. Here she's got more. <laughs> They're slowly showing up yeah. on the picture. They're like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Those are incredible. Amazing. <laughs> Roses, leaves falling off a rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They had that at my school as well. I don't know, though, if they... they I, I don't know why I wasn't in it. Because it does feel like something I should have done. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was limited. Like, there was only so many students. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't even understand the process like how do they make it big uh what do you mean like from that tiny roll of film mm-hmm. oh and then you put it in some water well no I, th- I think it's gross <laughs> <laughs> like a shrinking <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. Well, because you would have taken the photo on the film. Sure, the, and on then the film, film on is. That, on that tiny roll of film. And then the film is put in this machine, and then it's like, poof. Like it's shot onto the paper. Like a, it's magnified and shot onto the paper, larger scale. But the paper needs to develop in these chemicals. But and that's, then that's, that's like what you do in the dark. That's like the lab, though. If you're just like some moody teen developing film in your basement, like, don't they. How do they. What's the water? Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how a moody teens get an eight by ten. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when you did it at Walmart, you just ran the film through a machine. machine? Right? Yeah, we had to take your film and then yeah. put our hand, throw the film in this black box, close it, and then you put your hands through these uh, little mitts. Oh, and then you have a screwdriver in there and you break it apart, pull the film out, and put it in a canister. And then hang the end out of it just a little bit. Yeah. And then you bring it out of the box and just the end of the film gets exposed. You clip that into the machine. Cool. And then it'll pull it through the machine with all the chemicals. And then it kicks out your film and then you run it. You run that through the computer. You had like the Homer Simpson, like plutonium gloves. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And you you rip it all apart in this little black box. Did you ever ruin any photos? So much film. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Really? We ruined. Blame it on them, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. We ruined so much film. Yeah. When like some, you couldn't you couldn't take the film out into the light. Oh, right? it's like rude. it had to be yeah. in. Yeah, but some film was so brittle. Like they bring it in, they're like, "I found this from thirty years uh, ago." You're like, "Oh my god!" And you're in the black box, and I start pulling it out, and I'm like, "Snap!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I bust it apart more, and I'm like, "Well, maybe I can get it." And sometimes the roll is like stuck together, and you're oh. just like, "Ah, there's no saving it." Or the machine itself eats it. And, and it people, melts. <laughs> people were taking like their childhood memories, their, yeah. their once in a lifetime vacation memories to yeah. you. My memories were ruined as a child, so, so there's everyone else. Too. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's yeah, and they're they have a sob story at the front. Were people mad about it? Oh, very mad. Oh, I imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Birthday like, children. People were swearing at us. They were, hey? Well, yeah, because uh, we ruined their film. Like and where a more sense. skilled technician could have Well, not don't take it to Walmart then. <laughs> 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 Bring it to Black's photography or McBain. Like, yeah, McBain. <laughs> you should have. Yeah, Tara's elementary school had a dark room for I photography see that. class. An I see elementary that elementary school. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Did at Walmart? Did you have like the the uh, clips to hang on the line and stuff like that? Were you doing that there, or did yeah, it all just print out? Yeah, we would pull out the uh, film out of the machine, the big chemical machine, and yeah. they'd mm-hmm. be dripping wet. Yeah, and you clip them up, and we had like little like a uh, little metal racks yeah. with all this film hanging, and you hang their uh, f- their photo lab pack tag on there. 
and then you wheel that card over to the computer when it's dry and then feed it through and then all the pictures show up and you do your color adjustments and what? I see all your photos when you're working uh, they're uh, disgusting <laughs> <laughs> you perverts <laughs> Uh, when you're working the photo lab, what's the end game? Like working, I'd imagine like being like working at the police station because mm. they develop their own photos, right? Yeah. For the crime scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. How did you get this job? I was supplied. Like, was this in Winnipeg? Yeah. Were you a teenager? Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was 17, 18, 17, 18 years old. And you old. saw like an ad in the newspaper for Walmart? Yeah, I, just, I just needed a job. So I walked in and applied. And got you got job. it? They're like, this guy's got photo lab chops. What? <laughs> what? Like, did you need any experience? Or no. you were just like, hey, trained, I, trained I, used the job. Be, uh, I used to pump gas at PetroCan, and yeah. now... I worked at Speedy. Speedy Auto, Auto Service. Auto I, service somebody. Yeah. I do like you circling the ad, like, in a newspaper. I'd imagine, like, a, oh, yeah. a Dolly Parton 9 to 5 montage <laughs> playing. Oh, you're, like, yeah. circling and, like, printing off your resume. Yeah. Yeah, right, head yeah. down after being uh, uh-huh. uh, the client again. <laughs> like, after high school, you went yeah. down and... Get her done. It was a... I really enjoyed that job. It was a fun job. Like, so just I bet. seeing all the fun. photos was crazy. So, people have questions. <laughs> now, family's interviewing you. Sure. Uh, this text here... At five six seven eight nine says crash. What was the rule on dirty pics? Did you guys get to keep them, or mm. did you have to get rid of them? Uh, Walmart's policy was family friendly, so we didn't print your dirty pictures, but we would see them all, and we would uh, as soon as like a whole batch rolled in, you're like, oh my god, here we go, and then like uh, old lady. You, okay, wait, well, hold up. What do you mean by a whole batch? Like a whole roll is just porn. Okay, and you're like, wow. Oh yeah, and yeah, I, and my pictures would show up uh, four pictures on one screen. And I'm like, damn! And I'm like, Jeanette! She was like a 70-year-old lady oh, yeah, that's working there for years. Uh-huh. And then another one, I, th- I forget what her name was, she would come over and we're all leaning over and I'm like, make it look like we're color adjusting. So we're where like, do oh you God. see the photos? Like, are they are they flying out of the machine? Are they on a screen? Well, they're on like, the screen. Okay. And then I just hit next and then boom, another four show up. Boof, 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 boof. Right. Oh, and they're and all like, questionable. Yaw, P's and V's yeah, and right. B-holes and yeah. wow. Wow. The Jeez. Holy Trinity. <laughs> 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 and like the policies don't print them so we run it through the computer and nothing gets printed we just put the uh, pink slip in the uh, envelope that says you had inappropriate photos you can take them somewhere else to get printed I'd imagine and here's your roll of film you probably got uh, your more than your fair share because let's say I was taking a roll in to be developed yeah. of uh, me and some lovers uh-huh. and I'm looking for a dirt bag to hand these off to you know what I mean <laughs> I'm not looking for someone wholesome oh, yeah. to hand my film like, to. Oh, for Long-haired sure. curly fella. Yes. Give him my film. Yes. Yeah, I've I'm already like, I, I'll painted. deal with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, these are artistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not even know who you who you said. 70-year-old yeah. Jeanette. She's not, she's not touching this. No, I'm no. Waiting for, I'm waiting in line until you're at the front. Yeah, yeah. And Jeanette, then I'm hand-delivering them to Jeanette you. Jeanette was a hound dog, though. Because some photos, too, which we probably shouldn't have, uh, we printed them and put them in a drawer in the back. Oh, yeah. Who printed them? Jeanette? Well, it was just all randomly print. And Those. I would walk in to do my shift, and Jeanette's like, new one in the drawer. And I walk over to the drawer, I'm like, damn! <laughs> Those are the best or the worst? Some were best and some were oh. worse. Oh, my God. It was good for a laugh. Don't bring your photos to Walmart if uh, if you're taking that stuff. Because yeah. you wouldn't. Because I remember when you go and pick up your photos, you just rifle through the bin. Yeah. And you'd look for your yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Oh yeah. And sometimes too, like some of it uh, we'd print, like whatever, ass and some boobs and stuff, whatever. Sure. Let those go through. Um, but we would also tell the people at the front, the the cashiers there, we're like, when this one comes to pick it up, let us know because we want to see your face. Right. Yes. <laughs> 
Because even then we knew no headshots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they show up and we're like, oh my God, not what I expected. <laughs> Did you put a little slip like like staple it to the front of the package? Well, we had another box that was near the computer that was out of the drawers. And so wow. when they couldn't find him in the front, it was chances are it was in the box. Yeah. And then they'd be like picking up. Did anybody <laughs> look? Did anybody like, ever pick up their photos, rifle through them, and then walk up to the counter and be like, uh, I think there's some missing out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Yeah, and then the person at the front's like, um, there were questionable photos in there. Did you ever get asked if your coloring was off? Um, like, like the color adjustment? Like the nips in these photos are not the same color as the nips on my body. <laughs> no, I don't, no, they weren't that. Like, look at those. For an amateur hour what? back there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wow! What a time! Yeah, no, but it was it was a wild time seeing everyone's photos, and at that time too, uh, photo radar just uh, was added to uh, the uh, cameras in Winnipeg. Okay, they would develop the photo radar at Walmart, at Walmart. Photo Lab, <laughs> and so I would be going through, and I just have to print all these photos of people running red. Why didn't you blow those ones? Well, yeah. believe me, we all destroyed our fair share. <laughs> like your man of the car, people. Yeah, we're like we're your doing brother, we're doing cousin. our part. Yeah. I see yeah. My plate. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Didn't develop. I don't know. Yeah, they actually got them developed. Oh, huh. that's yeah. wild too. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I want to know from you guys, because uh, you guys have a ton of thoughts on the photo lab experience. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Did you like crash? Did you work in a photo lab? Uh, did you have like a dirty drawer? Like it sounds like crash did. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever picked up your photos only to find that you were like pink slipped on them? And you're like, what? Well, like think about too, like back in the day, uh, the the little uh, disposable cameras, you put them on tables at weddings. Oh, yeah. You can tell when someone comes in with a handful of these, there's like 10 different disposable oh, sh- cameras. You're like, it's from a wedding. Yeah. And every third shot is ass or from the front. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you're like, wow. Because yeah. everybody's drinking. It's yeah. furry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it starts off as uh, just pictures of people at the table, yeah. laughing, cheersy, yeah. and then as the night goes on. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, usually by the 17th photo. Right. <laughs> I mean, nothing illegal, obviously. Penetration no. in a bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's keep it fun. All the wedding. Print. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it fun. But if you worked in a photo lab, maybe you picked up your photos, maybe some were missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like Crash, uh, you had a bit of an adventure time with it. Oh, yeah. Give us a shout. Mm. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about um, Crash's experience as a kid in a photo lab. And we want to know if you had uh, some experience as well. We were going over 90s skills that are obsolete. And for some reason, an everyday skill on that list was the fact that you could develop photos, which we all agree. Not a lot of us had like darkroom abilities. Oh, I am shocked how many schools uh, had the darkroom, including oh, yeah. elementary. What a... Like, think of an elementary student in a black room or a dark room. That makes zero sense. Developing film. That's crazy. You think you wrecked a lot of film. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we want to know if you've experienced, uh, maybe you worked at a photo lab, you did kind of the same stuff as Crash. Did you see a lot of photos? Maybe you didn't work in the photo lab, but did you pick up your photos constantly and that little slip was in there Mm -hmm. saying that some of them couldn't be? Uh, uh, uh. Someone asked a, uh, a question earlier, too, and they said, I bet you you saw tons of animal photos. You know what? I did not. People didn't waste their film on their animals. It was precious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was precious. You're right. It was just people and uh, like uh, vacations, like objects. Yeah. You rarely would you get like 50 photos of cats. What about meals? 
<laughs> a lot of pictures yeah. of plates of food. No food. No food. <laughs> no food photos. Because you only had yeah. like 52 photos yeah. or whatever it was. It's funny yeah. when it doesn't matter 24. what you take photos of now. Yeah. When you're paying for your photos, they matter. Yeah. Yeah, they each, do. Each click was premium. You're like, I need to make it worth it. Precious. Sure focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This text here, 5679, says, hey guys, I used to work at the photo lab at Zeller's back in the day. We did the exact same things that Crash described at Walmart, <laughs> except we did have a dark room and we had a whole box of nasty photos in there. <laughs> Freaks, lol. <laughs> what was what was the option then for our more uh, uh, um, open minded our tours of taking photos? Like, uh, where where were you to get them developed? Uh, what did you, you do? You drop them off. You mail them in. Like, remember, like, remember uh, in the Walmart photo lab, you can bring them for the one hour mm-hmm. or they had the bin by the doors yeah. where you could fill out your own paper and seal the envelope and drop it in that big red bin. Yeah. And then you'd that print everything gets, that gets shipped out. We don't print it there. But someone will. Someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that one, I think, oh. was more automated where it, the color adjustments were never like 100 percent. Oh. But I don't think anyone was really looking at those photos. So anything goes in those. So if you're taking some artistic shots, sure. sure. That was the way to get it done. Yeah. You got to wait know. a couple days. When you were flipping through photos, did some ever make you like, did you ever see like some near misses? Like imagine like someone was grabbing like an engagement photo oh, yeah. and then it was like blurry. Yeah. Like, did you see that? Like Lots. some heartbreaking? Yeah. Because at the time we didn't know. No. We took photos yeah. if it was going to turn out or not. And we couldn't fix a blurry photo. No. What's done is done. It's Yeah, it's there. And you're like, well, I can color adjust it a little bit. Here we go. Why bother? Because they blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you print a whole blurry pack of photos oh. and you're like, because oh. whatever. It is, it, it's nothing to print them. Right. Yeah. And right. you give them an envelope of blurry photos oh. with sometimes like the whole bottom of the photos all exposed yeah. right across the entire roll for whatever reason. Oh, just a thumbprint on the lens. Sure. The whole yeah. Yeah. Photos. And you give it to them. You're like, Sorry, it's four ninety five. Sorry, hope you're- <laughs> and you charge them for you it. <laughs> hope you remember that vacation well because you're not going to look at it ever again. Yeah, it sucks. Michelle at five six seventy nine says, "I worked in the lab in the early two thousands at London Drugs. I saw a lot of crotches oh. um, from drunk people. Uh, apparently, drunk people camping. You could get some really nasty shots as oh, well." Yeah. yeah, she said she's seen versions of that one hundred and one times. She goes on to say, "I also did a roll. Uh, it was a twenty twenty. It was a twenty two to twenty four uh, camera roll. So that's how many photos you got of a kid's birthday party." The last two photos on that roll of film were naked grandma and grandpa fun time. <laughs> that was a yeah. That was another thing. Got to finish the roll off. Sure. She says I don't know about Crash. <laughs> yeah. But London Drugs also posted a cover card with the previews of all twenty four oh, images. Yeah. yeah, we had those. So yeah. when yes. you pulled that out, you would have seen kids party, kids party, kids party. Yeah. And then the last two photos were naked grandma and grandpa. Because for a while there, until our computers were updated, you may not actually print the photo. Yeah, but your index card will still have it on there. Oh, and they're like, uh, some people would actually come back to you and be like, "I'm missing um, at 23 and 24," and you're like, "No, right? yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> look at the index card." Oh man, I forgot about the yeah, preview card. That was, that was a wild thing where you're just looking at like family photos and you're like, "That's nice." Click, yeah, click click, 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 and they're just like, "Wow, that's a D in my so face." So <laughs> you would circle the photos on the preview card to say you're not getting this one or that one. No, you don't highlight them on oh, the index okay. card. Those but they're just they're printed. <laughs> <laughs> the index card's printed and they're on the index card, but you don't actually print the full like four by six photo. Right, because your twenty four roll of film, you take like ten pictures here, four pictures there. Yeah. It wasn't all the same, same day or same no. occasion. Yeah. Sometimes it's weeks before right. weeks of uh, photos that you've taken. 
this text here says, hey guys, please keep me anonymous. I worked in a photo lab as well in the late 90s. We also had a drawer where people throughout the day or throughout <laughs> the shift would throw photos in there for the rest of us to look at. We had some good laughs and we always like Crash wanted to see the people when they tried to pick them up. So we would also tell the girl working at the front to let us know. Yeah. Well, I get yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Because you want to see. Yeah. There was a yeah, some one, closure. Yeah. There was one whole batch I was printing. It was like wild, sexy times in a bathtub. Oh, my God. With like multiple people. And I'm like, what is happening here? I'm like, damn. And that one, we were all looking at it and uh, couldn't really print anything off there. But we put that one by the computer, the envelope. And we're like, when they come to pick this up, we want to see who's picking it up. Mm-hmm. And it was like a it was like a 65 or 70 year old lady. Good on her. I'm yeah. like, holy crap. She's the uh, photographer, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this text here 5679 says I worked at a one hour photo booth when I was in high school developed a roll of film from my science teacher oh didn't need to see most of those photos come on that was yeah that's another thing if someone's developing photos that you you know them you're like oh no also it feels <laughs> very strange that like because everybody texting it is like like crash i was like 17 16 17 yeah that you're being exposed to these oh my god the stuff i was exposed to <laughs> yeah. wow yeah you think based on what they know could be coming in they'd hire mm. a more mature <laughs> a more mature uh, uh worker yeah yeah you learn as player. you go <laughs> and you're shocked <laughs> uh ashley how you doing i'm good I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Oh, my God. You worked at a photo lab, too? Yeah, I worked in a Walmart photo lab in Nova Scotia, also when I was a child. Yes, oh. yes, you did. Okay. How cool was it? Were you actually the one printing photos, or were you just at the front? No, I was printing the photos, doing everything, uh, maybe 16, 17 years old. How did you get the job? Like, Crash, did you just walk in and apply, and they were like, let's go, kid? Yeah, I just applied. It was probably one of the coolest positions at Walmart. Crash, how cool were those white lab coats? I know. That was a thing where we would never, ever have to wear a blue vest. And we're like, "Mm, we wear lab coats. (laughs) And and we never had to do the morning squiggly chant. We always walked by that. We're like, we're not doing that. (laughs) We're lab techs. It's a little bit better. Better than produce. Oh, Oh yeah. Big time. Big time. Um, Can you verify a lot of, like, my stories? Uh, Was your photo lab very similar? Very, very similar. We also developed film, you know, before they stopped making it. Yeah, yeah. And adjusting the color, picking out photos we weren't allowed to print, things like that as well. And you (laughs) see some wild stuff, right? Oh, you see some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. Did you guys have, like, a, a fun drawer in the back that you'd print, like, random photos and then everyone could just have a good laugh at in the back? We sure did, and it was almost like, you know, if you've seen um, an inappropriate photo, it's like, gather around the monitor, everybody, look at this idiot, look at this person, they've tried to print this photo. Yeah. You know, we'd all just kind of laugh at it. We were all basically children in yeah, there, but yeah. Teens. Yeah, and you're just like exposed, you're exposed to someone else's like personal private life. It's wild. And like, yeah, when you're saying like you call over everyone and everyone's looking at your monitor, people at the front have no idea. It just thinks that you're really going hard on color adjusting. Yeah, it looks like you're working hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because you really felt like some sort of photographer that you were adjusting the color and like doing the most, but I, yeah. really you're just pressing a couple of buttons and then pressing print and then it was done and look you're the one that they're thanking for those photos they uh, took them i know 
Yeah, they took them. I printed them, and they're like, thank you. This is nice. It is a crazy cool job to have. I'm so glad I did that job. Especially, like, as teenagers, like, because it it feels like you're handed a big responsibility, you know? very important. Of course, Yeah. yeah. Me too. I also thought, and still to this day, it's one of my top favorite jobs that I did. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. Look, looking through hundreds and hundreds of people's vacation photos, like it was incredible. Like you almost lived through there. It was like before Facebook really blew up, you know? Sure, sure. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, I would be like uh, Manitoba me, country me. I I'm looking at these photos, and I I would uh, I didn't even dream about these places that I'm looking at because I didn't even know they existed. I'm like, where is this? I'm like, these are fantastic photos. Wow, what a cool job! Yeah, yeah that's really yeah, cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. It's cool to see somebody else had done it and had the same experience. Well, I, I, I feels like you guys were living like you're living parallel lives. Oh yeah, right, right, directly at the same time too. Yeah. Just doing the same stuff. That's before, cool. Before we let you go, how many uh, would you say you've ruined a good handful of film? Oh, I did a few. Yeah, if you accidentally expose it to light and it's ruined, yeah. and then you just tell them that you know it was their it was their issue. And oh, it's it, never your fault. <laughs> oh yeah, it's never your fault. No. All right, okay. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Ash. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.